Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. Yeah, and I'm getting ready to go over to the show. What is up, Raider Nation? It's your old buddy Murph back once again for another what I hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uncle Mosh is already hitting the boo button on me. We hadn't even gotten out of the gate. I didn't but, like what you said earlier. Uh, well, you didn't even know what I said, I said. I read your lips. Uh, <laughs> so we were talking about ASMR, and you guys know what a big fan of ASMR oh, Uncle Mosh is. All right. Anyways, welcome to episode... 
not, it is not your turn yet. It's not your turn. Hang, hang, hang on a second. to be a part of hold it. It's, hold, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait. Do it again. No, don't do it again. <laughs> okay. All right. It is not your turn yet. All right. So welcome to episode number 126 of Raiders Fan Radio. Your old buddy Murph back once again here in uh, Murph's Fan Cave. Appreciate you all joining us uh, on this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, appreciate those of you that are already checking in on the chat uh, here on the live stream on the YouTube. Uh, Sean Grogan, Shawshank Raider, Raider Rich, Two Deuce, Joe Santiago, Jesse Rosales, uh, Mojo Raider, of course, in there. Uh, awesome to see you all, and I appreciate what you do to support us here at uh, at Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so it's uh, it's episode number one twenty six. We are in the middle of our of our draft craziness, and uh, and so we we took last week off, but we're back this week, and then we're going to take next week off, and then you're going to get sick of seeing us because we're going to have like a three day run of a ton of content uh, coming to you all, and, uh, and that's going to be on your way from, of course, yours truly, and the man with the plan, the man that adorns the southern annex of the Murph's Fan Cave hey, desk here in the Murph's hey, Fan Cave, hey. that is the one and only Uncle Mike! Ah, so Woo-hoo! good to be back. Man, I have had uh, just going, 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 and uh, I'm taking a couple days off tomorrow, so I'm feeling like maybe maybe this might be a marathon show. Oh, nice, yeah, Mike. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we've yeah. got so much to get to, and because we're off next week, this might be a good time to do one of those marathon yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we, you and I always say that. We always go, oh, we're going to 90-minute show. We're going to go 90 minutes, and then we end up going like two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we go marathon show. We'll be out of here in like 27 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? Uh, is it? Well, go ahead. Well, what? Well, that's not a hard thing. <laughs> I go, guess what? You go, What? <laughs> Well, seriously, am I going to have to come over there and give you a fresh one? I was just wondering, like Wilson's been absent and it looks like you might have, you may have traded him in on a Titans fan or something over there. Oh, okay. So just piss on my parade. Well, he's on the video. I was going to introduce him. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say I brought somebody. Holy cow, guys. Hold on. (laughs) You're killing me. You're killing me. Okay. So I'm sorry. Hold on. Let's, 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 Let's reset. You ready? Yeah. Okay. What? Well, I wanted to let you know. <laughs> I wanted to let you know I brought somebody. You brought somebody. I brought somebody. You got a sidekick tonight. I got a sidekick tonight, and I can't think of a better sidekick to have than N. Jeff. <laughs> you got you brought N. Jeff. I with brought N. Jeff. Yeah. His name is not N. Jeff, like A N N E. Yeah. No, it's N. Jeff. And Jeff. And Jeff. Yeah. yeah. So, so if so, those of the, those that are listening on the podcast can't see it, but on the YouTube's I can see it. It says our our, my, our logo, and then it says Uncle Mosh right underneath me, and yeah. then it says and Jeff. And Jeff. And this is Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Oh, can I talk now? Yeah, now you can. <laughs> without getting beat. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's going on, Raider Nation? <laughs> Man, well, I'll tell you, so So let's talk about Jeff. All right, so why would we have Jeff on, on Raiders Fan Radio? Well, there's a reason for it. You guys have actually seen him, those of you that watch us on the YouTube. You saw me and Jeff. That's what I did. That's right. You saw, me and, you saw me and Jeff when we went down to uh, Nissan Stadium. Uh, this was, gosh, what, two months ago, three months ago maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd gone down to Nissan Stadium because the idea was this, is that Jeff uh, uh, has, has spent a lot uh, longer time in Nashville uh, than, than I have. Maybe not Mosh. Uh, you've been here. Uh, I've been here since 89, and Jeff was yeah, seven it. then. Okay. So, right. I was one then. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, but Jeff kind of knows the city, and he's a Titans fan. 
in and we thought, well, this would be kind of fun that we could do some draft videos leading up to the draft and feature a guy that's, you know, it's, he's from outside of Nashville, but from Nashville and, uh, and a fan of the team. So that would be a fun way to kind of incorporate some of our draft stuff. But what we found out quickly, Jeff, was that doing videos and editing videos is way different than doing audio right, do, right we are yeah we are even though we're on the live stream we're an audio based show and like editing that stuff is one thing i i'm not a video editor so anyway so that kind of project went by the wayside a little bit but that was the reason that we wanted to bring and jeff in and the first time that everybody saw and jeff was when we that day well now we at least at a minimum we wanted to bring him back for today, since this is our last show before the draft. Sure. And so and, welcome and back, not the, and Jeff. the first time that he's actually been on the air with us. When right. we When we were live at the Titans game. Yes. Um, he brought his lovely oh, good wife. Call. And And we so we had Kevin, and we had some of the other people, and Jeff. And, and Jeff. Jeff. And, he, and that was actually, that was the first time. That yeah. was good the very call. first very time that yes. we had. That's right. Uh, so uh, I love it. I love it. Stacey says, uh, excuse me, it's the Jeff and I. <laughs> no, no, Stacy, it's really not because uh, that would take somebody that has a degree in English. Oh wait, that would be me. <laughs> but I like the I like the Uncle Mosh and Jeff, and then it's and it's not capitalized. And you did get the comic yeah. sans well, treatment there. Buddy. Yes, you did. I had to talk you into putting it uh, off of my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here. well, you know, it's because of that stupid oh, hat you're wearing. That's perfect. There, there, you. there you go. Sit yeah. up straight. There you go. Yeah, and Jeff. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so and Jeff, uh, been a friend of ours. Been been a, was a student of mine a hundred years ago. Yeah. And uh, immediately when when back when he was a student, I used to tell him stories about casino sports, and and Jeff would say, "Well, Coach Salty, that sounds like a lot of fun." And I said, I'd say, okay, well, when you get 21, call me, right? So when he turns... My 21st birthday. <laughs> yeah, so his 21st birthday, uh, the next day, he said, hey, Coach Salty, can we go to the casino? And we've been going ever since. Well, yeah. yeah so, uh, <laughs> so uh, and then, of course, you know, we, 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 we worked together. Uh -huh. And, uh, uh, you know, just, I mean, and then, and then you guys ended up working together. And yeah. it's just, yeah. so... Uh, he's like part of the family. He's just yeah. one of yeah. us. Mur Even Murphin. though... Murph and Mosh are my two oldest friends, and I don't mean people I've known the longest. You guys really are the two oldest <laughs> oh, friends that I have <laughs> because you're 20 years older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we're 20 years older than you, but we never did quite beat you enough to, to tell you that, Jeff, you're coming to Raiders Fan Radio, and you're sporting a Titans hat. This might be yeah, an yeah, intervention. Yeah. I think we need to. I think, I think this needs to be an intervention. Just bring it down a little bit. All right, look at Jeff. We we um we we here at Raiders Fan Radio. We take all comers. Our fandom is only. We feel that fandom is only defined by the passion in which you root for the football team in which you do. Okay, okay. and we we feel that it doesn't. There is no such thing as a real fan or a true fan. We are all Raiders fans. So whatever it is that you decide to do with your fandom, as long as you're passionate about it, that's the only thing we care about. We don't care about duration. We don't care about, well, we care about that once it starts, it doesn't stop. You can't right. stop it's for and team that it's for life. But we don't care if you've been a Raiders fan for a week or you've been a Raiders fan for years. I think it might be time for you to join the club, man. Well, look, look, because you, you mentioned we're your two oldest friends. I, I like to think that we're two of the bigger spheres uh, or influencers well, in your two sphere. Of, two of my best friends it, as well. Oh, yeah, it's, absolutely. Well, well, it might be time to drop that Titans hat, man. Like, for real. Hey, like, it might be time I'm to come onto the dark side. I'm easily persuaded. Here's the thing. What, what Jeff's not telling you, and, and I again, I've known Jeff for over 20 years, and I remember 
He was a, oh, hey, Jeff, let's talk about football. Okay. So now you got to remember, 20 years ago when I had Jeff, the first time I had him in class, I think Phillip Rivers was in his five, five or sixth year in the NFL. He was only, he only had seven kids then. And, and he was, he was, he was, couldn't believe it. He's a San Diego fan. Yeah, and then he start, yeah. and then he starts dating this one girl, and he's like, the next thing I know, he's he's wearing a Chiefs jersey. Oh, she she breaks his heart, and all of a sudden he's like, no, I I only follow like um I follow college football. And then I'm like, why, Jeff? Well, that new girl is kind of like in you know from Louisiana. And I'm well, that, like, was that when you were an LSU fan? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, Jeff, stop it. Well, now. I'm taking he's, a tour around the NFL, <laughs> so around the country. Now he's married to this wonderful, this wonderful lady, the yes. the the, yes, the, the mama of his babies, and he's back to hanging out with you and I. So it's time, it's <laughs> time that this goes Shed away. It. Okay. Shed it. Put it on, Jeff. There we go. All right. Well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what so I'm talking he, about. He, he will be the he will be the artist formerly known as Titan Jeff. <laughs> as Titan Jeff. I like it. I like it. All right. So you can wear that. And now look. Now this is this is not lightly. This is not a. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to the hazing and all that stuff later. But this is not a. a is, that, is there an initiation? Well, yes. and this our, is not our, something lightly. Like I'm curious to see what the what the uh, what the chat has to say well, about this because this should not be lightly taken. We don't want you to think that this could be like, oh, the next time somebody is good or you want, you know what I mean? Like you put that hat on, dude. Like it's for real. Like it's yeah. for life, man. We, like this goes forever. Yeah, and and our capo, and we'll explain how all this works later. But capo says Murph's about to jump Jeff into the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag gangland. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Absolutely. Well, welcome, Jeff. Uh, Jeff's not going to be able to stay with us uh, the entire time because at some point we're going to ask him to leave. Um, well, but, yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. But anyway, but uh, yeah, but appreciate you uh, sitting in with us, man. Yeah, it's yeah, been, been yeah. Fun. Yeah, thank uh, you. Thank you for welcoming into the nation. Yeah. Well, yeah. Raiders. So what do you, we always ask our, our guests for a message to Raider Nation. You don't even, like, okay, first off, you got to pass the quiz. Who's our quarterback? Well, Derek Carr. Okay. And who would be your favorite then, Raider? Antonio Brown. Oh, there you <laughs> Okay. Hey, nice. Hey, you did a good job. job. All right. Hey, yeah. I'll tell you, I got, a, I got a quick story about that. Okay. Tell so, it. So Antonio Brown uh, has always been a player that I've drafted in fantasy football but right, didn't really right. know anything about. Well, I was watching a uh, Monday night football game last year, and they panned out to his dad. His dad's, okay. His dad's name is Eddie Brown. And before I moved to Middle Tennessee, I lived in Albany, New York. And uh, the only football team that we had in Albany was the Arena Football League, Albany Firebirds. Oh, nice. The star wide receiver was touchdown Eddie Brown. No his dad, way. I grew up watching his dad. So, oh, yeah, so, nice. Yeah, so I'm all in on Antonio Brown. I'm okay. all about oh, that's, it. And that's, that's the cool. kind of stuff that gets you in, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, like exactly. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Good job, dude. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, welcome to the welcome to the squad. Thank you. Thank All you. All right. Well, so let's jump into the show here. Um, so first and foremost, appreciate those of you that are joining us here on um, on Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, you can support us numerous ways. Number one is uh, subscribe to this channel. That's Murph Fan Cave uh, at YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Uh, you can also, if you have an Android phone, we have an app. You can just search for Murph's Fan Cave and you can get this show. You can get Mondays with Mikey and Murph and you can get the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Excuse me. And then uh, and then also uh, we have a link on this 
video and then also on our audio stuff there's a link there that takes you to nflshop.com and so jeff now that you're a, a raiders fan you need to go and buy yeah, some new yeah, gear need to load up and use that link and then that will take you to nflshop.com doesn't cost you anything extra but what it does is that, that registers us registers our website that that's how you got to uh, nflshop.com and they then kick us back uh, some money where well, we're going to accumulate all of those funds and at the end of the year we're going to present a check one of those big cool fancy checks to the Bolitnikov Foundation. We've been invited to present that check live, so we're going to do that live. And so all of the money that 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 we collect uh, through this um, effort, uh, we are going to present it at, on behalf of the listeners of Raiders Fan Radio. And you know what, guys, we're already almost to a hundred bucks. Nice. Like, like yeah. A, uh, yeah, I know, and that may not sound like a lot. Two weeks, dude, and we don't beg Two for weeks, money. And no, and this is April, so by the time we get through like the buying season and we start oh, the new season, like, sweet. okay, my goal, and I don't think this is crazy, I'd like to get a couple grand that's together. what we said which we were shooting for i think a grand. couple grand is a fair number so please help us get that money together to contribute to the bulletnikov foundation um also we will have and i i've had to ask folks ask already too is there a way to just contribute directly of course you can contribute to them directly but they also ask to contribute to us directly we will be glad sure to to do that as well and we'll have a paypal set up for the show not yet that will be coming in the next couple of weeks as soon as we get through the draft uh i'll focus more on that and get that together but please um hit that link go buy a bunch of stuff and let's support the bulletnikov foundation all right boys and girls pay attention you got your old uncle mosh here with an update that's right i got some stuff for you take out a piece of paper a pencil a pen a heck use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway first off you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right. RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio hotline 909-345-3346 that's 909-345-3346 don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher iTunes and Google Play alright did I hit the time limit good all right, Raider Nation, welcome to episode number 126. So as you know, we always like to uh, refer back our show numbers to something significant in Raider Nation. Uh, last week, we kind of took uh, the week off, although we did have a really cool interview with Sean Stellato, uh, who is an NFL agent. He represents numerous players in the NFL, including a bunch of Raiders and including a bunch of guys that have won Super Bowls. Uh, he's a super cool guy. And so if you haven't heard that interview yet, go back and check that out. That was what we did for episode number 125. So uh, for episode number 126, um, Mosh, you know, we, we use that number to reference back to a date or a yardage total or various different things. Well, since we missed 125, uh, I, I kind of would like to still use that number uh, with a, we'll call it a look back because the date 125, you want to tell us what happened? Jeez, 125. 
Raiders win Super Bowl 15. Absolutely. Raiders win Super Bowl 15. So that's Jim Plunkett. That's our second Super Bowl, one in New Orleans against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, And I would like to use this as an opportunity to tell you also – we have a super cool Super Bowl show that you and I did this last Super Bowl, last on Sunday. It was, it was one of our, our, our favorite shows to do. It was a blast. Yeah. It was a blast. So if you want to hear about Super Bowl 15, uh, instead of hearing us play audio and talk about it tonight, uh, go back and check that show out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. And, it was, and it, was, it was so much better than the other Super Bowl stuff that was on the networks. Yeah, the nine yeah. hours of The covering, nine hours yeah, of Super yeah. Bowl stuff uh, for the Super Bowl that nobody cared about. <laughs> absolutely absolutely all right so we uh so we got that so episode number 125 all right so mosh you know uh here on raiders fan radio we do uh we do a thing called respect uh we don't do shout outs we don't do props nothing wrong with those two things jeff you need to know this as well uh we give respect okay and so what what whenever uncle mosh laughs there's usually something going on in the chat so let's go over to let's go over to the chat room and check in with uncle mosh actually uh, it's not necessarily the chat but jeff and i are uh, and jeff and i are sharing a monitor and and jeff's sitting there and he keeps he keeps looking at the monitor and then he cuts his eyes at you and it's like He's got that. I'm gonna put a pencil in his eye. Look. Well, what would you rather me do? I'm gonna start resting right here. How about that? Would you like that better? No, I just I was cracking up. I was like, okay, he's just like what? What? Did, and I'm thinking, Murph, what did you do to piss this kid off? <laughs> I, what, what do they call it? I got. I have RBF. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your RBF. It's is... RDF for guys, I think. That's... Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what did I do to him? I, we put him in a Raider hat. That's what we did. Yeah. 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 There was something else I was going to tell you about that too, about about being a Raider fan. I can't remember what it was now. Uh, it'll come to it'll, us. It'll come to me, man. There was there was something else. I had a follow up to you about uh, about about wearing that hat and representing the nation. Oh, I know what it was. It's. I'm glad this all happened now. This is for the chat. I'm curious what the chat has to say about this too. I'm glad this happened now because what we were like I said, we accept all comers, but if we win a Super Bowl. The people that are rocking Raider gear two weeks later, those yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe not so right, much. Right, right. So right now, Jeff, we're four and twelve. Like this is a perfect this is time. A perfect time to jump on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, so speaking of jump on, Jesse Rosales, when you after you laid your head on my shoulder, goes, "Hey, lay your head on my shoulder." <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, El hey, Hefe, easy. Jeff's got a fan. All <laughs> right. right. Hey, right on. Thank it. you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. All right. So, uh, so we want to we want to give out some respect. Uh, and uh, so, so Jeff, first person we're going to give, or first team of folks we're going to give respect to. Is uh, is Wolfpack Nation? I know Jeff, you watch our show, so if well, you yeah. saw last week, we got called out by the guys uh, and gal at, at Wolfpack Nation to make an appearance on their show, and and I went all stone cold on them in in, in our response and. Uh, uh, Mosh unfortunately uh, had real life kick in this week. It's production week for him, so uh, so he was unable to join me on Wolfpack Nation. But I I, I went on their show and had a blast. And so I want to give all those uh, all those guys respect. I was on the air with, uh, of course, Monster Mash Ken, uh, Bobby Wasabi, and Raider VC. And those guys were great. We had a I think we did like a little over an hour, and we talked Raiders for about 10 minutes and look i'm always up for talking raiders but we talked about comics we talked about movies we talked about music we talked about wrestling we talked about everything it was a blast those guys are a lot of lot of fun so how do we hear them 
So you can check them out. So they're on iTunes, man. Just look for Wolfpack Nation, and uh, and they're on they're on there, and they're all over Twitter and everything else. You can find them. Okay, right uh, on. But Jeff, you're a wrestling guy as well. Well, yeah. And yeah. so you know, th- their, their show is great. It's Raiders and wrestling. Perfect. I know, right? And it's and it's like attitude. Two, two of my favorite things. So right? <laughs> we have. That's what I'm supposed to say, right? That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. One of our one of our casino trips. What about seven years ago? We. Jeff and I go down to, uh, we were down in Tunica, Mississippi, and uh, we ran into the king. Remember? Sure did, yeah. We ran, oh, you we, guys met Lawler? We, oh, we, yeah. We, he and I ran into Jerry the King Lawler, and Lawler was down there. People don't know this, but Lawler owns one of the Batmobiles from the 1960s. The original TV the, show. The original like TV the Adam show. West Batman. And I didn't so, know that. So I, I have a picture, and, I'll, and I'll, we'll put it up on our thing, since Jeff's one of us now, of Jeff and Lawler standing next to the Batmobile. Oh, how it cool was, is that? It was yeah, yeah, it was, it was really great. cool. We had a blast down there. Oh, that's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, anyway, so thank you to those guys. Thank you to the Wolfpack Nation crew. I uh, had a blast with you all. And we're actually, we need to get um, an, an invite. We'll go out to, to everybody eventually. But if for right now, uh, we want to get Monster Mash Ken uh, on Raiders Fan Radio. We want to talk to him. And, and, you know, for those of you that don't know, we, got, we met up with Monster Mash Ken originally because he's the guy that created that. He's the one that built Little, Little Murph. Nice. So, yeah, so the original Little Murph. That's so, so cool. Uh, so, yeah, Monster Mash Ken's a good dude, and, and he's got a good show over there and, uh, and the rest of those he's, guys. And, he's uh, ordered 20 well. more pounds of plastic when he gets my <laughs> to doll. Make yours. Shut up. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, now Monster Mash Ken will be at the draft, too. We're going to yeah, meet, yeah, him, yeah. meet cool. him in person, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so we'll look forward to, to that as well. All right, so another one I want to give respect to. We got two more. Gosh, I got the burps tonight. Sorry, guys. Uh, two more. Mosh, we got invited a while ago okay. to be part of the Raiders fan convention in Arizona. Correct. Uh, we had Mike Summer, the guy that uh, is the organizer of the Raiders fan convention. We had him on the show, and we had talked to him about being a, uh, a part of it and doing a live stream of our podcast from there and whatnot. And there are more than one Raiders fan convention, but this last one we missed because it's right on top of the draft. Right, it's it's right. within a couple of weeks, and we had so much other stuff going on with the draft stuff. We weren't able to get out to Arizona to do um, to do the Raiders fan convention. Plus, as we mentioned, it was production week for you. There would have been zero chance for you to leave uh to go out to arizona this past weekend but that said i want to still celebrate what those folks did out there they had an awesome turnout all of the um uh, all of the you know all the raiders super fans that you know gorilla rilla violator um you know uh, mr j all of those folks were out there at least a majority of the super fans were there villa piano was out there nice, signing autographs nice. it was a super super cool event props to those folks it was a, it was a really nice turnout and we have a little audio clip that i want to play which is the the news channel the nbc out there uh, in phoenix uh did their coverage of the event we want to play the audio from that Well, the Oakland Raiders potentially playing half its home games in Tucson just flew under the radar, Coop, probably for good reason, because it wasn't very believable. I I didn't believe it for one second. (laughs) But as you'll see here in tonight's latest installment of The Dozen, the silver and black is alive and well here in Arizona. Team 12's Rachel Cole checking it out for us. Hey, we're here at the fifth annual Raider Nation convention. The fans are crazy and committed and in costumes. Raiders. Raider Nation. Raiders. Raiders. Let's go take a look. 
Phoenix. He said this is the fifth year in Phoenix. There's such a large following of Raider Nation and Raider fans in Arizona that they demanded it. What be a pirate's favorite letter? No, it's actually the C. <laughs> How do you decide on something like that? <laughs> Who let you out of Wonderland? We do this every Sunday, so why are you doing it in April in Phoenix, dressed head to toe? Because there is no all season. Halloween every year. Because the fans are monsters. You guys have any clothes that aren't black and silver? Why does the costume have to be so scary? Is it because the team's not very scary on the field? Look at oh, this. Anybody have any on their good side? <laughs> the fans like this when you played. Well, I think they were getting like this, but I don't know if I don't remember this crazy. What does it take to get your own trading card? That was a one time. We need a Rachel Cole trading card. Yeah. Dirty Blonde Raider. Raider Nation is worldwide. From Phoenix to Chandler to Las Vegas to Oakland especially. Worldwide, United States, we're everywhere. This is a lifestyle. So it's we violator. do how we feel. And that's all the time. This is not a fashion. This is not a fad. It's us getting together. It's family. Let me ask you this. Do you ever take the mask off? Nope. And I love your spirit. You got great Raider spirit. Thank you so much. I just developed it today. Uh, fellas, um, where, do, where do I get fitted for a skull mask? We're here to get fitted for a skull mask just for, uh, <laughs> you know, for the record. <laughs> Be ready! We're taking it to the home opener in Oakland. She's going with us. All right, we've seen it all here at Raider Nation at the Fan Fest, the fifth annual here in Phoenix. We don't know what they're doing here, but we are proud that they are here in Phoenix, Alvin. Give me a chance. All right, here we go. Pretty cool, huh? Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. A pretty fun stuff. So there's no uh, there's no Titans fan fest, is there, Jeff? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, no, that's right. There's no not one a whole lot to celebrate lately. No. <laughs> oh, nice. no, no one does it like we do. All right, one more quick one uh, before we jump into some draft coverage. Mosh, we often jest about we are the most mode two podcast, the most clean your garage two podcast, yeah. the most paint your whatever spare room podcast. Because we, we were get, number two on wash your cat podcast. There, there you go. Because we get feedback <laughs> from folks, and it's really cool because you guys will will send us messages or shoot us pictures or be like, hey, I'm doing this. While I'm listening to you. Right, right. Okay, all right. I'm going to play. This has been the coolest one yet. And not that we don't love it when you all mow your lawn and listen to us. Thank you for doing that and keep doing that. But this is one of the more unique ones we've gotten yet. So I'm going to play the audio, all right? And then I'm going to describe to you what's been going on. Okay, here we right, go. Here we go. Push, oh, the, I, push the button. I, I know, I got I to gotta turn it up. I one wanted. 11 for one. Any guesses of what's going on there? Times, a lot of times. Well, they're listening yeah, to us in the so background. Yeah. Raider fans, we're not conditioned here lately to this type of. Sounds like a public restroom. So I can see where you know it might be uh, out of people's comfort zone. This is what we're doing. This is our. Is it? Is All right. It, is it? Are they guessing? Is it in a gym? Very close. Very very close. All right. So. The <laughs> Mojo goes, uh, I've yelled at a room full of sailors while listening to y'all at work. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a room full of sailors. <laughs> uh, so this is cool, man. So this is um, 
the this came to us via Instagram. Okay. And the Instagram uh, name of the account is staying off my toes. Okay. Okay. This lady um, is laying down doing yoga. And, no. And her nice. German shepherd is coming over. You know, your dog, if you're going yeah. you lay yeah. on the So she's got this German, this giant German shepherd. This dog is she like a hundred pound German shepherd that's coming over and messing with her while she's trying to do her yoga. And she's listening to us. So we are now nice. officially the love most yoga to podcast. Nice. <laughs> love it. Nice. Nice. I great? love it. Here is latest draft. There's a draft. Today's our draft. Watch out for drafts. This is the NFL draft. The first draft. Look, I'm into any draft. He's going pro in the draft. You're going to the draft? Surefire first round draft pick. This draft looks solid. Good luck with the draft. They drafted me. Apparently you were drafted. I drafted you. I got drafted. Another successful draft. Yeah. Shallow draft. Draft. It's my third draft. Let me get drafted <laughs> once. He's <laughs> drafted. Let's talk about the draft. This is gonna be the worst draft yet. It's our draft. We are drafting in the first round. Number one draft choice, signed a big contract. Excellent draft. Nash building. Nash building. Nash building. <laughs> All right, before we jump into the draft, you hear us laughing. Go ahead, Uncle Mosh. Tell us what's going on in the okay, chat room. so Ron, of course, we're, we, we, we can't ever do the program without Ron. He says that uh, listening to us is how, uh, and doing weird things was how Robert Kraft got into some trouble. <laughs> and then he follows it up with, he goes, this just in, episode 126, Mosh wears yoga pants. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they make him in a 46 short. <laughs> All right, I love it. And uh, then uh, Dakota, Dakota Raider, Raider yeah. Dakota Raider. I usually am taking a poop when I listen. <laughs> nice. I <laughs> uh, appreciate y'all joining us in the on the live stream and in, in the chat. Uh, Jeff, one of our favorite things about doing this show live is the chat. Uh, oh, yeah. they, they are our brain. They are more entertaining than we are. They're funnier than we are. They're great. Um, but uh, so, so thank you to all of you that are in there tonight. Irish Raider, Raider Critique, Aaron the Q-Dog, of course. Uh, Ron, the Materator is what we call him uh, because he's the moderator of our chat room and he's a made man. So we call him the yeah. Materator. Right on. Uh, and then uh, who else is in there? Joe Santiago, of course, Dakota, as we mentioned. And so appreciate you all hey, uh, so, joining uh, us. Speaking of Irish Raider, yeah. you mentioned him. It, it, he says it's like 1 a.m. here. I'm listening to y'all while I go to sleep. Oh, he's like for real yeah. Irish. So Irish Raider, that's dude, like an Irish guy. You got a job interview tomorrow morning. We are we are on tape. No, it's not tape. We're on. We're on. <laughs> we're saved. We're digital. You, yeah, we're digital. It's a podcast, yeah. dude. Go to sleep. You got a job <laughs> interview tomorrow. <laughs> I love it though. Thank you for listening and thank you for checking. In. See, isn't that isn't that fun? I love, Jeff, that's we great. were we were talking about stuff earlier. I was telling about uh, I was doing the emails and we got an email from Haley in Scotland. He was like, "Wow, I got an email from Scotland." I'm like, "Yeah, man." I'm like, "We get them from all over the place. It's really really so cool." cool. So, um, all right. So let's talk about the draft a little bit. So again, as I mentioned, what 
Go ahead, Marsh. No, 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 never mind. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Some folks are putting some stuff hey, up that's, on there. That's why this show runs three hours every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Marsh is just laughing at comments. Yeah, I, just, like, I, get, I, get, I get a little sidetracked. I get a little sidetracked. He gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. gets tickled by the chat over there. So, oh, right. my gosh. Sorry. All right. So, anyway, so let's talk a little bit about the draft. So, the 2019 NFL draft is right here uh, in Music City. For those of you that are new to the show, uh, Uncle Marsh and I are originally from San Jose, California. We are Bay Area born. Born and raised, and have relocated to Middle Tennessee, and but took our Raider fandom with us out here to Nashville. So uh, we, while we so, certainly, obviously, clearly support the Raiders, um, uh, it's very cool that uh, the NFL draft is now going to be in our backyard uh, here, just out, uh, or we are the. Draft is in Nashville, and we live just outside of Nashville. So we wanted to continue on with some draft updates. Uh, first and foremost, if you're coming to the draft, please join us on Saturday the 27th at the Bavarian Beer House. That is in Opry Mills Mall, which is about 10 minutes outside of downtown where the actual draft is going to uh, to be held. Join us for lunch. We're going to go live at 12 o'clock noon. We're going to uh, do a live broadcast of Raiders Fan Radio. We're going to have Mike set up so folks can rotate through and uh, and be on the show and guest on the show. Uh, I know for sure Aaron the Q-Dog Raider is going to join us through a lot of our draft activities throughout the entirety of the weekend, but especially on that day we're going to have uh, Aaron sit in with us and I know other folks like um I know Raider Homer is going to be there. Uh, I've talked to uh, Monster Mash Can, as I mentioned. I've talked to a lot of you already that are going to join us and also join us on the show. So so please plan on attending that, sitting in with us for at least a few minutes. And uh, so we get to, uh, you know, introduce yourself and, and meet you in person and, and, and uh, be part of, of the live stream. So that that's going on on Saturday. But the really the, the crux of it, the main part of it is all going on prior to that on Thursday and on Friday. And that is all the stuff going on down town and now i'm going to turn it over to our newly uh anointed buddy raider jeff over here right and, uh, and and tell us jeff a little bit about what's going on in nashville for the draft yeah yeah so uh so i suggest that everyone that's coming down here needs to download the uh the nfl draft experience app so if you take a look right there that's uh that's what you need uh, it's going to give you a uh, kind of a rundown of what's going to be happening during the draft at Nissan Stadium. Uh, they're going to be doing concerts, different events for uh, for 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 kids, adults, everybody. It's it's going to be a really cool thing. Um, you can actually access Uber straight through this app, so that way you don't have to fool with actually getting on the other app or anything like that. It's a one stop shop for for everything you have to do. Um, pretty much just tells you where all the action is happening. There's maps on here where it'll show you kind of. Everything that's happened in downtown Nashville, so it's it's going to be a really cool thing, and uh, because it's not just because the, the the stage actually where Goodell's going to announce the picks and like the players are going to walk up and hug and get their jersey and all that. That's outside, right? Right. Yeah, that's not at Nissan Stadium. That's actually at Lower Broadway and First Ave, right there. Uh, it's going to be really cool. So you're going to be actually people are going to be lined up down Broadway all the way down. So there's bars and all this kind of stuff. You can stop at Acme Hard Rock right there at First Ave. And Broadway, you can go all the way down. There's a million bars down there, so you can go in there and and partake if you want while you wait for the next Raider pick. You know, <laughs> and there's going to be three of them. So well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so drink up for you know for the first round, but yeah. you know, after that, yeah, you guys, you know. We'll we'll be having a good time in there. So absolutely. So and so the, the all of the draft itself, as far as the formal 
drafting will happen there. So right down the road from there is the Shermerhorn Symphony Hall. Yes. That's where the teams are going to be set up with their little war rooms, which is it, and you're going to have access to that if you're coming and that's and that's going to be like it's blocks away. Uh and then but then tell them about the pedestrian bridge and how to get over to the draft experience. Yeah, so uh so straight from Broadway right there, it's it's just a big bridge, a pedestrian bridge. You just go across right there and and it 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 dead ends at Nissan Stadium. So you can kind of go back and forth if you want kind of just uh take a look all around and you know check out the city that that we call home yeah absolutely very cool stuff and you know the, the app is great um uh, it's it's available now we've told you about the the app and to register for it well now you can actually get it and it's cool man there's like check-ins and like so you can earn badges for going to the different concerts yeah. and different venues and because the entire city is is the venue but then the there's venues within the venue like it's right because it's exactly it's just the city it's not like the, the, the draft isn't at a place it's in down it's it is downtown nashville yeah. is the draft. it's pretty darn cool the way it's sprawled out yeah it's yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be a lot of so fun. what else what, anything else you want any tips about about downtown what's give us an idea of what downtown nashville is like for, so for because we like to say no fan left behind too so like so for anybody that that can't make it to the draft what does that scene look like jeff down there on lower broad oh man it's it's a uh, it's it's crazy every night i used to drive for lyft so, uh, so I, I could tell you all kinds of stories about just the craziness that happens downtown, and it's just it's it's a it's a nonstop party. It's it's really cool. I you know I haven't done it in a long time. I have two kids, so <laughs> yeah. I have two kids under two. So so my party days are are about over. But uh, but it's like but it's it's they're gonna everything's gonna be closed down there, but. It's on a normal night. It's what seven, eight deep of people on every sidewalk oh, down there, absolutely. and going into yeah, every venue, yeah, right? They, yeah, they have to close off like half the streets because there's people, you know, piling into the streets trying to get into bars and and all that. It's 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 insane. So Did this you, entire area will be closed off. So literally all of Broadway will just be pedestrians. It's oh, going to be it's, crazy. Yeah, it's just going to be a sea of fans. It's going to be it's going to be really cool. Good they do a uh, just for perspective. They do a. Uh, a lot, a lot of cities around the world on New Year's Eve do a drop. You know, of course, the most famous is the is the ball dropping in New York City. In Nashville, they do a, a, a it's a music note yes, that yeah, drops. Yes. And it's kind of cool, and they get hundreds of thousands of people down. But they said that this is the largest event that Nashville has ever hosted in our history. Yes, it's so big, and the stage is so big that they've actually come in. At, and the NFL has, has with at their expense, had to remove trees, these flowering cherry trees that are worth you know thousands and thousands yes. of dollars, and relocate them, like 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 bring in professional tree diggers, yeah, 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 yeah. take them out, and then replant them elsewhere, and then coming back in to plant two hundred and fifty more trees after the stage is removed. Yes. It's and it's crazy. There's you can go on the YouTube and there's some people that have done some of the uh the delayed or the the time lapse yeah, photography yeah, yeah. to yes. watch the stage getting built and stuff. It's unbelievable. This is just it's it's the coolest thing. Now yeah, it's not it's not grandiose and huge like New York City Times Square on on New Year's Eve, but for our little town, you know, for Music City, USA, it's pretty. It's a up. monster. So, yeah. and it's gonna and it's gonna be all welcoming. It's gonna be just right on. It's gonna be amazing. So, Mosh, you you haven't seen this yet, but earlier today, because I I work near downtown at times, I had some time and I I went over to the stage, 
and I went over and walked around. I did a little live stream. So if you're on our YouTube feed, uh, just 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 go back and look at our videos there. One of the most recent, and you'll see uh, uh, me walking around that that day. It's I'm not kidding when I tell y'all it's 200 yards long. The stage is it's huge and it's built out over the riverfront. So like at when you go down because I went down to like where the water is, it's like 30 feet above your head to the top. It's massive. So I'm assuming all the players will be set up on all that part kind of because it's all like if so if you're on broad and you go left all down first that way that's where the stage extends out so i'm going to assume that's where like that's where the, the tables are going to be that's set where up all the, the tables the, that's the green room and sure, all that stuff sure. and then the players will then come out to to the main stage to too broad it's massive it's it's so cool it was one of the coolest things man i can't wait to see what it's like yeah, it's gonna be when great. it's completed yeah yeah absolutely so anything else on the draft i know you got to run so anything else you want to tell us about the draft anything you want to say to your newfound family of raider nation yeah uh yeah thank you for welcoming me and uh do you have a chant besides just raiders that's all you need to know yeah that's all you know that's all we need to know yeah. yeah, that's all. What, you they, what kind of chant did they have at LSU? I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, what you need to do. You need, you need to go home and memorize the autumn wind. Yeah. That will be your. That's kind of like. And next time you're on the show, we're gonna need you to at least run a few bars of the autumn wind. Okay, well, I can do uh, that. It's it's a little known fact, you know. Uh, <laughs> Jeffy's uh, actually an accomplished singer. He's an accomplished singer. He's an accomplished singer. That's we right. might have so to. We, uh, we might have to have him write a tune. Write a Raiders song. Write a Raiders song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Raiders are great. Moth and Mur- Murph and my suck. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jeff, we appreciate you hey, sitting yeah, thank, in with us. Thank you guys there. for having me. Absolutely. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to being a part of this. All right, man. Good to have you. Yeah. All right, brother. Thank you very much. All right. All right drive safe. See, you, bro. All right, Raider Nation, appreciate you all joining us. Mosh, hit us with a bump there, and then we will get on to the next segment. All right, then. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. Q <laughs> Dog Raider says, go get your shine box, Jeff. And you're listening to Raiders fan radio. All right, Raider Nation, uh, let's go ahead and jump into some of the uh, uh, big stories of the week. And uh, so, Mosh, today, hey, Jeff, before you leave, remember this, today's John Madden's birthday. So today uh, is, is uh, April the 10th, uh, Uncle Mosh, and uh, one of the, if not greatest, coach of all time. Uh, it's his birthday, so we would like to wish Coach Madden a very happy birthday today. Uh, we love numbers. I don't do math, but I'm pretty sure that 36 to 19 is 83. So, so I believe he's uh, he's uh, he's 83 years old today. And uh, Mosh, uh, before I ju- I got some audio clips. Uh, before I jump into those, I'm gonna give you a, a, one of my favorite Madden things, and then I like right. to, I'd like to hear one of yours. Um, my favorite Madden thing is. Um, Madden became, he, of course, he was the Raiders coach, and he was very important to me as a, as a kid and hearing the stories and getting to know him about his Raider history. But then he was the voice of CBS Sunday Football, him and Pat Summerall to me. And then being a gamer and a Madden fan, he became, uh, you know, the synonymous with the Madden video game. So, so Madden has kind of one of been those one of those guys just kind of been with me uh, since in all facets of my fandom, uh, from watching football and playing football and being then of coach, of course, the coach of the Raiders. Um, one of the things, though, my favorite quotes that he ever had, though. Um, that I still use to this day, and I've always used it. I use it in my business life, my personal life, 
And uh, and instead of me saying it, let's let's go ahead and play the clip here, and I'm gonna let Coach Madden uh, say my all-time favorite. I used to say something at halftime. I had no idea what it meant, but I heard it someplace, and it sounded like a pretty good idea. The last thing I'd say was, "Don't worry about the horse being blind. Just load the wagon." Then let's go. I have no idea what it meant, but some guys kind of got excited when I said it. All right, so. Don't worry about the horse being blind. Just load the wagon. And, you know, to me, and he says he didn't know, doesn't know what it means. Well, to me, the meaning was this, is that sometimes you just got to jump. Sometimes you just got to, you know, there's not necessarily a good decision or a bad decision. You just got to make a decision and you got to trust your preparation. You got to trust your instinct and you just got to go for it, man. You just got to take a risk. And to me, like, look, if the horse is blind, well, you know, we can't control whether the horse can see or not. All we can do is load the wagon, man. All we can do do is Man. go right load so it up, let's go let's load it up and let's go and, and there's a lot of things even to this show mosh we'll be running up to the last second of preparation and then sometimes you'll be like just hit it just hit it let's just go <laughs> and, like, and like and like you know and those are the kind of things that go through my head like just load the wagon so what about you tell give me I, give me some madden stuff so i you know i may have told the story on the air one time a while back but my ma your your grandma yeah met John Madden and they uh uh when she decided you know uh that she and that that, that guy that she was seeing uh <laughs> who who later became her husband when she decided that they were uh going to get married well our my my ma your grandma she didn't fly she was just like Madden she didn't fly she didn't she, fly nah, she uh-huh. didn't fly she didn't want no part of that so they were taking a train and they were taking a train from Denver to Chicago, and they decided that they were going to get married. So all of a sudden, her her husband, who was <clears throat> Broncos fan, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, they he goes, that's John Madden over there, that's John Madden, and she's like, no, it's not. Shut up, sit down. You're tall, you're skinny, you don't know nothing. So <laughs> a couple seconds later, my ma realizes it's John Madden. Well, she's my ma, so nothing nothing scares her. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah. She was five two by five two. <laughs> she looked like a, she looked like a peach on two pencils. You know, <laughs> she goes over and she introduces herself. She goes, "Mr. Madden, I'm Jenny." Like like he's supposed to know. Yeah, her, yeah, 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 know? yeah. And and he goes, "Well, and he, and apparently he stood up and he says, nice to me.' She said he was the biggest man she'd ever seen in her life. And of course, here comes her 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 hubby and. And they, they talk a second, you know, about football. And, uh, and she goes, where are you going? And he goes, Chicago. And, and she says, well, so are we. And she goes, we're going to get married. Will you be our best man? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, and he's like, well, I got this little game that I have to coach. <laughs> you know, I don't remember what the deal was, why he was on the, the train instead of, or maybe he was. Probably maybe on his way to broadcast again. Maybe he was going to call the game. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember all yeah. it was so long ago. But yeah, that's my oh, favorite Madden story. Awesome. And my mother asked him to be the best man at her wedding. <laughs> Hell, she didn't ask me or my brothers or my sister or you. <laughs> and she always liked you more than us. Yes, yes, John yes, Madden. Yes, John Madden. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Great story, Mosh. Well, you know, Madden is, you know, it's it's hard to say he's underrated, but I think in the terms of the Raiders, we as fans really truly underrate his importance to the team because we always go to Al and look, there's nothing wrong with Al. I got his book right here. 
which we're giving these away at the draft, by the way. You're gonna if you're coming to the draft, the first ten of you are gonna get one of these, and it's probably gonna be signed by Steve Corcoran. Um, but we always go to Al, you know, because Al's the Godfather, Al's the Maverick, Al's the one that broke the barriers. Al did this, Al did that. Well, you know, Madden did a lot. Madden was responsible for a lot, and I think a lot more than people realize. And because here's the thing. Al Davis, when you read that book and when you, uh, you know, look at the accounts of him in his life, he was all about credit. Right, Al right, wanted right. the credit for everything. There was only one guy in the entire history of the Raiders organization that Al let get away with getting credit for things, and that was Madden. And you know, Madden. So his his approach to things, I would have been the first one. I guess what I'm saying is this: is that if it wasn't Madden, Al would have called it out. And there were things between Al and, and John that Al did get attested to him. And you're going to hear these in some of these clips that weren't Madden, that were Al, or or, or, or that that were Madden, and then that got attributed to Al. But my point is this, though: is that John Madden and the mystique and the imagery of of the Raiders, a lot of that is Madden. It's it's not Al. It actually is John. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to get to, I'm going to, I want to, cause I really want to drive this one home, man, that, you know, I don't want to wait till it's too late. You know, I don't want to be like the hall of fame and induct, you know, that inducts Kenny posthumously. posthumously sure. I want to, you know, look, I want to make a big deal about John Madden today on Raiders fan radio celebrating his 83rd birthday, because again, I think it gets glossed over his importance to this football team. So let's, let's first hear about what Madden was like in his style in coaching. John Madden always spelled victory. He never had a losing season, won 100 games faster than anyone, and was coach of the year as a rookie. Let's start off and stay after the whole game. John's methods were unorthodox. While everyone else was imposing Lombardi discipline, he scrapped the Raiders' dress code, let his players sit on helmets, and encouraged individual expression. I didn't have a lot of rules because I saw some of the teams and the rules they had that didn't make any sense, that didn't have anything to do with winning or losing. You know, if you're going to have some rules, you better, you know, just have a few of them, and they better be simple so that they all understand them, and they better follow them. So the three rules that I had was, you know, be on time, Pay attention. And number three was play like hell when I tell you to. The Raiders unleashed hell for John. We don't have any fights this week. Oh, man, we got to have some fights. Football's boy wonder gave Oakland a bad boy attitude. There's a flag. Davidson and Taylor are going at it. There's a big pile up. Here come all the Raiders. People said that you know we had renegades, but uh, they were my renegades, so I didn't think they were renegades. I never sat around and said, "Boy, I got a lot of renegades here." Maybe it's you know about your kids or something. Maybe they were my kids, and uh, you know my kids never smell. So, Mosh, I want to I want to ask you about something because you brought it up before the show, and I think it this kind of dovetails the discussion. We're going to keep on Madden for a while, but I want to I want to bring in some current Raider news. He says clearly there, you know, yeah, we were renegades, but I didn't look at him as renegades. That was just us. Um, 
his only rules were he had three rules for this football team. It was be on time, pay attention, and play like hell when I tell you to. Anything else wasn't important to him. He encouraged them to be individuals. He encouraged them. It, it this is Madden. This isn't Al. And again, a lot of this stuff gets attributed to Al, but that that uniqueness of player, that uniqueness of individual, that celebration of that renegade or that whatever free spirit, whatever you want to title it, that came from Madden. So let's dovetail into what's going on this week. What's going on with Antonio Brown? What's going on with this Twitter beef? All that is would that if if you took Antonio Brown and plunked him in 1976 or took John Madden and put him on a football team today, is this even any kind of a conversation? And how do we as fans, how should we feel it's, about what's going it, on? Back in the day when Madden was coaching, he would, he would cut out articles and put them up on bulletin boards. This is what they're saying about us. We're the dirtiest team in the NFL. We're going to, uh, I remember when, when uh, uh, we were going to, we were gonna, going up. I can't remember what year it was. We were going to play Pittsburgh. And somebody on our team, it, it, it might have been, it might have been Tatum, said that they were, you know, that was it. Uh, uh, was, was it Stallworth that he, he made the crack oh, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and then Mean Joe Green yeah, says, should be in, be in yeah, jail and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. take you take a shot at him, and you got to deal with me. And and, and you know, right, Madden right, had that yeah. blown up. So it's the same thing. It's the same mentality. Coaches use what they can, you know, because the players are going to say stuff. The players are going to say, you know, uh, they're going to defend themselves. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to come out there and do it. They're just doing it by Twitter now. So, right. so you know, I as opposed you. to talking to somebody from the from the Mercury News or somebody from the Chronicle or somebody from, you. you know, so it's the same. It's the same kind of thing, and I, I think that. That's you know, a great point. It's just a different medium it's now just a different than medium. what it was. And you know what's funny is that everyone wants to rail on AB for the you know and, and being petty and all that, and whatever. And, I, and that's and that's a fair um, the, you know discussion to be around it. But let's 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 talk in particulars here. AB was calling out Juju Smith Schuster on social media and and you know making fun of him or whatever kind of exposing things about it. Juju started this. Juju put a picture of him toe-tapping in the end zone with Antonio Brown behind him in the Oakland Coliseum. And I forget what the caption was, but it was like, see you next time or something like that. Right, right. Juju started this whole thing. So look, if anything, Antonio's just following up. He's just retaliating a little bit. But I love that point you just made, and I hadn't thought of that. It's the same stuff that's been going stuff. on for a million years. Yeah. It's just a different format. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and besides that, our kids don't stink. <laughs> that's exactly you right. You know? Our Come kids on. Don't stink. I, I, I'm all in. And I'm all in with, with AB, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I am too. I am too. All right. So let's get back to Madden a little bit. Uh, so something unique also about John Madden is that when we think about in 1969, when he was hired as the head coach of the team, this is the like, you know, this is the heyday of the stoic coach, right? This is that, you know, that Paul Brown and even Noel and, oh my and God. Landry and, and all that. Landry, you know geez. what I mean? This is that, that, you know, that even Lombardi to a certain extent that, you know what I mean? That, uh, that again, that stoic nature, that very reserved, very, you know, whatever. That was not Madden. Madden was screaming, hooting and hollering, cursing at officials all over the place. And he was a completely different type coach on the sideline. John was a renegade on the sidelines. In an era dominated by stoic, emotionless coaches, Thanks, he Pat. shattered all the unwritten rules for <laughs> sideline decor. I just heard that. You know, I used to sometimes watch highlights and see myself, and I'd say, geez, I'm not that guy. That's not me. And it was like, 
you know, like I had a, a walking around me and I had a coaching me. And they were two different guys. And I don't know that they ever met each other. I love that, man. I don't know if they ever met each other. You know what's funny is that, and I want to make this about us, but uh, in you are uh, were a professional coach for a long, long time. Uh, I coached amateur sports, football, baseball, and whatnot for a long, long time. It really does. You become a different person in those moments, don't you? And I think that what's so cool about Madden was that he let himself be that. And because of that genuineness, the players trusted him. The players knew he was genuine because John also says a lot of times about, I wasn't, I don't want to be a phony. No one's going to no the players are going to see right through me if I'm phony. And so instead of trying to pass himself on as off as some, you know, Chuck Noll replica or Vince Lombardi clone, instead he just let it fly, man. He was just himself. And how important is that? Uh, well, it's, I mean, if you, you have to, cause you're players, if you're going to get them to run through walls for you, they got to believe in you. You know, and, 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 and if they don't, they, I mean, they're going to, we, we, we went through this. Do I have to say Del Rio's name? Oh my gosh. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we went, we went through that. That's a phony. Um, that's, that's, that's your guy. That's a guy. That's the guy that on camera says one thing in a press conference, whatever. And then, uh, you know, and then on the silent, whatever, but then you get, yeah, you get away from it. And then he's a different guy. I, I'm with you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, no, I mean, that's it. That's yeah. it. I mean, you got to you got you, you gotta have. You got. I used to always tell my kids, you know, I'm gonna uh, uh, and get your hand on the beat button. I'm gonna kick you in the ass, but I'm also gonna hug you and tell you I love you, man. You know, and and especially when you're coaching, when you're coaching adolescents, when you're coaching high school kids who are at that vulnerable age, they got and and they may not be getting or may not understand the discipline behind something. You know, I used to tell you when when you were just starting out coaching, don't be too cerebral. Yeah. Make them understand what what you're saying to them. You know, we we as coaches always tell our kids, you got to be mentally tough. You got to be mentally tough. Well, it's your job to show them how to be mentally tough. It's your job to say, I I'm mad at you because you because you, you 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 held back. You know, uh, I love you just the same, but you know you're gonna you're gonna stay after and run a long time till I get tired. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but they but they respect you for it and they'll do anything for you for it. You know, that was the best piece of advice I ever got in coaching was from you, and it was a couple years in, and you told me it doesn't matter how much you know about baseball if you can't convey your message to an eight-year-old. It doesn't matter because in it, and if you don't focus on the kid and focus on the message, then all you're doing is trying to show off. And you didn't tell me that you weren't being hateful about it. You were just saying, look, it doesn't, you can know everything there is to know, but if that kid doesn't get a message, all he hears is you rattling off, you know, big words and big terms and big, then what does it matter? It, none exactly. of it matters. Cause you're just talking right over them. So it, that's, it's such a key thing. So, uh, so let's talk about uh, some of that. Let's listen to, to John Madden and how he treated his players. You don't want to yell at your players a lot during the game. I mean, they're in there. I mean, a guy drops a pass. You know, there's no one that feels worse than the guy that dropped a pass. You don't have to yell at him, hey, catch the ball. You know, I mean, that's stupid. I'm not saying that I didn't do some <laughs> stupid things and yell some stupid things. But you could always yell at the official. Hey, hey, throw the damn flag. And even get to your players that way. Hey, you jerk. Sure, you don't call. <laughs> <laughs> one on them. I love that. You man. know, it's so funny because, I mean, uh, 
our regular listeners, people that know that know me, know what I do. I uh, I teach theater arts, and I I, I just directed a, a a huge show, and and which was um, amazing, by the way. Thank you, thank you, and best um, one you've ever done. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, so after the show, and you came and saw it one night, uh, and you brought the fam. The, my my family, you guys know that after the show, I hide. Yeah, I, I go yeah. into the sound booth and I hide. Yeah. I'm I'm not out there for the meet and greet. I I I don't want people to say, "Hey, good job, good job." You know, I, no, you never hit the stage I, either, I, I, before no, or after. I you don't, don't make an and announcement. Be, nope. You don't take a bow. Nope. You don't do nothing. Nope. It's because because it, at that point, I've done all I can do. And if and if I haven't prepared these people, if I haven't got them ready to go, then and it's a flop. It's on me. And if it's and if it's if it's wonderful and it's great and and it's terrific and the best thing they've ever, you know, my philosophy is I do a lot of fluff theater, right? I do a lot of musical theater. I do a lot of things that that people leave because I want people to leave my show and go eat pie. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want him to. I don't want him to be all cerebral and think. You know, oh, what a message. No, no, I, I want fun. you. I want your eight bucks, and I want you to get out so I can clean up. So, and you, and you'll come back. You know, your butts are in the seats. But the reason I hide is because I don't want some fool coming up to me and saying, "Hey, man, that was the best show I've ever seen." Um, except when that mic cracked in that one song. Uh. You know, because because I know the <laughs> mic cracked. Do you need to tell me that? Do you really? Really, because I was sitting, because my ass was in the third row from the back, and I saw it. Don't tell me that. I know that. What, do you think I wasn't watching? You know, that's like, and I, and I, and I, know, and I know what Madden's getting at, you know? Oh, yeah, so, so, so does somebody go up to somebody like John Madden and go, hey, that was a really good game. We might have won if you didn't throw nine interceptions and, and drop four fumbles. Really? <laughs> Really? Do you, do you, the armchair quarterback, or you, the armchair director, really need to tell me what went wrong? And people do that all the time. Oh. Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Oh anyway, my sorry. Gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I cursed again. I apologize. That's okay. I made my glasses fog up. Oh, that was funny, Bosh. But it's true, though, man. It's absolutely true. That's great stuff. And you know, I, the other thing I used to say too is that, and I also learned this from you, is that when you when you talk about getting getting the kids prepared, it's like, and I would tell like my other assistant coaches or dads or whatever, don't coach your kid while he's playing. You coach your kid at practice. Yep. You manage him while he's playing. You want to you want to manage a baseball game. You want to change positions, adjust your batting order, do whatever, make your shifts, do all that kind. Of, you do all that stuff in the game, but don't worry about your kid's foot placement, the way he's nope. tucking his arm, the way he's opening up his hips, whatever. And I'm not talking about little little kids, but I mean you got to trust your preparation, and that's such a such a huge thing. So, um, all right, let's get on to the next one here. Um, as I touched on at the beginning about Madden's responsibility to the formulation of the Raider mystique here's um, kind of hits that subject and talks about whether was he a puppet of Al or was he the one actually calling the shots unable to reconcile his phenomenal success and unconventional methods some suggested he was a puppet and Al Davis was pulling the strings well it's an excellent rumor but unfortunately it isn't true John Madden coaches our football team in 1969, when John was appointed head coach, uh, my role with the Oakland Raiders changed from one of uh, direction. I used to direct the football team, even though I was the owner and not coaching, uh, to one of assistants. There was no one between Al and I. 
Al Davis never once turned down anything that I ever wanted. We were the you know first ones to have mini camps. We were the first to film practice. We were the first to do a lot of things that you know now you know you'd sound you know, it sounds like well that's normal that's the way you do it. Don't you love that? I love the innovation that Madden brought. I and mean, you hear things like that, like minicamp. Like right. minicamp is just so synonymous with the way the NFL is. Absolutely. Yeah. John Madden invented minicamp. Like, you, you don't ever see that. In a, you know what I mean? And, and like, you, yeah. And people don't realize that. No. Like, and they do that everywhere now. Absolutely. They do it everywhere. From, absolutely. From, I mean, in, in all aspects it, of the game. Absolutely. It's so cool. So John Madden is just so responsive. And I love that. I mean, there you heard it. Al never told him no. This was and look, if Al would have if if it were Al's action, Al would have sought credit. That's how Al rolled. So this stuff that you can you know, this is these things you can that often get attributed to Al. We're really again going back to it. Uh, we're John Madden. All right, last thing. This is again one of my favorite things about Coach, and you've heard me mention this on the show before. Um, there were a lot of things about the Raider mystique in the seventies, everything from putting helium in the ball to, you know, <laughs> writing dirty words on the football to watering down the field to, you know, um, planting people in the crowd, all these things. And about how the Raiders would never, um, rebut those things that they let those things manifest and sure. turn into things. And so here, we're going to talk about uh, here, John Madden, talk about that, uh, idea directly. Tell everyone to stay in the ground and get up slow. John was always scheming for an advantage and wasn't above using misperceptions of his relationship with Davis to wage psychological warfare on opponents. We used to be blamed for watering down the field. The Coliseum in Oakland was below sea level, so the, the field would always be wet. You know, so at first, you know, you want to fight back. No, okay, you know, you know, we don't water down the field, blow sea level and all that stuff. I'm not blown. If they want to believe that, just tell them, yeah, yeah, we water it down. I told Hank Stram one day, I said, you know, Hank, I said, you'll notice the field's wet. I said, we watered it down. And I told the guys, I just wanted like three or four hours on. They went to lunch, they left it on eight hours. I'm sorry. You know, it'll never happen again. You know? And then he goes, I know it's not you, John. I said, damn Al. So I said, this is a pretty good deal. I can do whatever I want. I mean, I can really be a jerk. And, and they'll blame Al for it. Another time, we were at a league meeting, and they were complaining great. about the fans behind the visiting bench. They're wild and they're too close and they need better security. Well, again, they blame Al for that. You know, like Al handpicked people and, and put them there. So when I stood up to talk about it, I said, you know, you guys are right. Every, every game we play, I worry about the visiting team. You know, you guys just getting out of there, just getting out alive. You know, and, and it is a dangerous situation. And when you come to play there, you have to live with that. Now, now we'll try. As an organization, we'll try and straighten it out for you, but uh, I can't guarantee anything. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Oh my it's gosh, that's best. so funny! It's the psychological warfare of the yep. sport. It's the game within the game, and that's what the Raiders of the '70s and all this Raider mystique that we all celebrate—that's what this all this stuff came from, man. Were those concepts early on that Madden uh, developed, and, and, and of course, in conjunction with Al and I—I I just love it, man. And, and so I, I uh, you know, I, I hope that you, that you guys uh, enjoyed kind of celebrating us, celebrating Coach a little bit. Uh, I think we could use to do it a little bit more often, and uh, not only. 
only just remember him for the broadcaster that he was and, of course, the game creator and all that whatnot, but as a Raiders head coach, man, so significant uh, in relevance to the to the league history and then especially, of course, our team. All right, so, uh, Mosh, you want to hit a break there and then we'll, uh, we'll jump into the, the, the uniforms. You're listening to The Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? All right, let's hit one more quick segment here before we jump into uh, – uh, actually, no, we got uh, two more segments for you. We got one more – we'll make this one, though, kind of quick. Uh, and, and a poll came out this last week, uh, speaking of Raiders and Raiders history. A poll came out, Mosh, it was this, this was from the USA Today, and this was a, one of their rankings polls right. uh, where they had the all-time greatest uniforms, the best all-time uniforms – in the NFL, and uh, you want to tell us who adorns the top of that list there? Well, let's start from the bottom. Okay, let's start from the bottom. Uh, we'll t- of course, we'll talk about the people that didn't make it. The Packers, the Vikings, the Bears, the 49ers, the Texans, the Giants, the Bills, the Patriots, the Broncos, the Buccaneers, Bengals, Panthers, Titans, Jets, Falcons, Lions, Ravens, Dolphins, Jaguars, Cardinals, Browns, and Redskins. And those that did make it in the number 10 spot, the Colts. Very classic. It's a classic uniform. It's a classic uniform. Yeah, I like the horseshoe. I give him that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the Queefs. I'm sorry, the Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs are on there. They just and look like McDonald's they uniforms. They just look like Mickey D's. <sighs> and then, uh, uh, and then again, another classic uniform. I'll give it to them. It's probably the only thing I like about them, the Cowboys. Yeah, I got to give that to them. They do have you know, a very classic, very clean uniform. Very yeah, old school. Yeah. Um, Hate them, but good uniform. And then, and then that whole mid-range, number seven, that whole mid-range uniform, not the old classic like we were talking about with the horseshoe, but the Eagles. Eagles I, I, I like that eagle, the older one, yes. the eagle. That was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. And then uh, in number six, and I, and I used to, I really liked their old uniform back when they were in LA the first time back yeah. when when Roman Gabriel and Jack Snow were throwing and catching and that was the Rams they used to have with the with the the the, the horn that the went horn around there, the yeah. side that was kind of cool it was kind of you know what though uh, this is funny you and I don't agree, disagree on a lot of stuff we disagree on that one. You don't like that one? I put that one maybe 32. You know why? I don't care for that Rams uniform. But I see, never have. But our high school with the that Willow we, Glen Rams. We were the Willow Glen Rams. Yeah, in but there's no red and gold. So yeah. that was our that was kind of our affiliation yeah, there. Yeah, that's know? a good point. And you know, and so it was kind okay. of a, a heart tug that's thing true. there. Absolutely, that's a good uh, point. This one I'm not a big fan of. I See? never like. That's funny because you are. I do like this one, and I don't like number five, the Saints. I, the Saints are great. I, the only other team that can rock black, I think, effectively and look as uh, close to as okay. good as the Raiders. All right, yeah. And then this, uh, this one, I don't know how the heck this got. This on. is awful. I, I, I this would, might be 31. And I think, I think they it got it because of it, had they never won that Super Bowl, you know, yeah. back then it would have never. But the Seahawks, the the I the Upper st- West Coast. Had to have somebody to rally behind. You know, when the Trailblazers were kind of dying off there, and yeah, so they got yeah. behind the Seahawks. But I don't like I don't like their logo. I just don't I like don't, it. I don't like anything about it. Uh, that, that, the, that entire division is terrible in terms of, uh, of uniforms. All right, here we go. Top, uh, top three. Top three. Number three, Chargers. You know, I'll give them the idea. I'll give them the classic, uh, but I'm not. I mean, I don't like them because they're the Chargers because it just rings ill with me anyways. Right. But I get the idea. I get why they're on here. The ones that I, I do have respect for. Again, I'm not going to say I like them, but when they do the the white helmet 
with the bolt and the number in there and then the baby blue or powder blue uniforms those ones i'll give like that's a very classic like the lance allworth kind of looking okay. like okay. that charger uniform i'll kind of give them I, that i'm one. just not uh, when they when I, i'm not a big fan of gold on a uniform i'm with you, you know, on that i just yeah. don't like it because you know it gets well and that's why i didn't like the rams because they used to be the blue and yellow right 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 when i was a kid it was the blue and yellow blue and, and that's yellow. what i'm like Shit. no it was, it was blue and white when i was right a kid. yeah okay. yeah okay and then speaking of yellow the steelers the steelers are number you two. know steelers are number two but it's apropos because they're number two to us to us number one number one raiders Best all, all time, time. Absolutely, and it should be that way. The Raiders should be number one, and you know, Mosh, we don't have a secondary logo because we don't need a secondary logo. Uh, you know, there's uh, been minor changes to the Raiders uniform over the years, some minor font changes to the to the name plates on the back. There was, of course, the change to the Raider logo itself. Uh, you know, back in the what I don't even know when it was, early seventies. No, it wasn't even that. It was the late sixties. Uh, but anyways, but very few tweaks to the uniform over the years, and because uh, it just doesn't need him and you know and here's a guy who never played in oakland but he sported the raiders uniform which never changed hey this is pete Koch, former los angeles raiders yeah back in the old days baby and you're listening to murph and uncle moss who happens to have the same hair as me check it out here we go there you go go. shake it out there you go uncle moss is pete Koch hair Pete Koch's hair is getting real long now, too. Yeah, oh, well, it, we're in a race. It's, you're, yeah, he's yeah. got it. It's down to the shoulders there, but you guys oh, are rocking. It, is that at his shoulders? It's at his shoulders. It's getting pretty okay. long. I got, I got Pete by 25 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys both got the silver mane rocking there. Yeah, looking yeah, good. Yeah. Looking good. All right, let's shout out the chat one more time. Uh, uh, appreciate everybody joining us here on the live stream. Jesse Rosales. Uh, F-R-N-K-R-M-D-R, Dutch NL, uh, Raider Critique is in there, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Irish Raider, uh, let's see who else, Abel is in there, Uh, who am I missing, I can't scroll up, Dakota Raider, I appreciate you all very much joining us uh, here in Murph's Fan Cave for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Okay, Uncle Mosh, um, at the risk of numbers, you know me, well, and you too. We yeah, love we, we love, love no, numbers. We love numbers. We hate math, but we love numbers. All right. So one of the, I'm going to say it, one of the all-time greatest Raiders retired just this last week. I'm talking about number nine. I'm talking about Shane Leckler, our punter uh, from 2000 to 2012, the years that he wore Raider uniform. Yes, I'm calling him one of the all-time greatest Raiders. And I'm going to tell you why. So uh, first, he was part of a couple very memorable plays. Um, Both of these actually happened in the year 2011, which is interesting. Uh, So I'm going to play the audio of those. The first one was, I don't know if you remember this, but in week uh, 12 of 2011, he had an 80-yard punt, okay? An 80-yard punt standing on our own uh, 10-yard line, and uh, this is what it sounded like. His own 10 yard line. What a kick. Came into this game with the best punting average in the league. And this one will bounce into the end zone. That is an 80 yard punt. That looks like a new Jugs machine. New franchise record, guys. Franchise record 80 yard punts by Leckler. All right, there you go. So, 80 yard punt 
by Leckler, uh, which is amazing. And it was a franchise record. So put a pin in that idea that that was a franchise record. And, uh, and but earlier in that year, in week six, uh, he threw a touchdown pass on a fake <laughs> kick. And it's funny, Mosh, when he retired, I put up a post on our, on our Facebook and I put uh, congratulations uh, in retirement to the greatest quarterback or one of the greatest quarterbacks in Raider history. And he also kicked a little bit too. Um, there was a, a few hundred of you that got the joke. There was sure. a couple of people that were like, hey man, he was a punter. Yeah, thanks. I mean, it's a uh, it's a joke. Come on, easy, folks. You know they, what I mean? They probably thinking, wait, did Blanda come out of retirement <laughs> and then go back in retirement? Yeah. yeah, so it was pretty funny. Some people didn't quite get the joke, but you know, bless your hearts. All right, so but let's let's listen to that touchdown pass. This will be a fifty-three yard attempt for Janikowski. Made a forty-eight yarder moments ago, going towards the black hole south uprights. He is five for six this year on fifty yarders. This one's from. The left uh, hash mark, they're going to fake it, Leckler throws wide open, Kevin Boss, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! <laughs> Raiders! Shane Leckler on a fake field goal, throws a touchdown pass! What a play! Wow. You talk about uh, living on the edge, Hugh Jackson really does like to live on the edge. He's throwing all the gimmicks out, every one of them. I'm not sure Al Davis would have called it, but he certainly liked the result. Absolutely. Shane Leckler, who is the Raiders' backup quarterback, they faked the field goal. Shane, a great high school quarterback in Sealy High School, put it down, then picked it up, and Kevin Boss, Tom, the right wing, the big tight end, was wide open. All right, there we go. Great to hear so Greg cool. Papa on the call, right? That was cool. But, yeah, Leckler, man, throwing that touchdown pass to Kevin Boss, man. That was that was pretty cool. All right, so, here, so here's Mosh. Here's where I might, uh, I might strip a little bit of controversy. I'm hoping to because I think it's an awesome conversation to have. We as Raider fans have a lot of pride in our special teams players. We have a lot of pride in Sebastian Janikowski. Uh, we have a lot of pride in, in of course, uh, um, uh, George Blanda, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, of course, Ray Guy, Hall of Famer, the only punter in the Pro Football Hall of Fame is, is Ray Guy. Ray Guy is not the best punter we've ever had. Shane Leckler is the best punter we've ever had. I think Shane Leckler, although Ray Guy had to wait many, many years because he's a punter to get into the Hall of Fame, I don't think Leckler's going to wait that long. I don't now. I don't necessarily think he's going to be a first ballot guy because he's still a punter, but he is a Hall of Famer. This is going to be the second Hall of Famer that's a punter, <laughs> and he's they're both been Raiders. So here's and here's why I say this. So when we look at, I'm not even accounting just for his Texans history. Of course, we know that Shane went to the Texans in 2013 up until this last year when he retired and you're shooting me a look like you're waiting. You're like, all right, what are you going to, what do you got to say on this one? Murph, you're talking about Ray guy here. I know. And it's hollow ground, but listen, but hear me out on this. Okay. So both players, uh, played in, in very similar, uh, in terms of season. So, uh, <laughs> hold on. I gotta get the camera over there. This is what we call in our family cutting eyes. So Mosh is over here and he's looking at me. He's cutting eyes at me like, what are you getting ready to say? All right, so <laughs> so Ray Guy played 14 seasons for the for the Raiders, okay? And he uh and Shane Leckler had 13 seasons with the Raiders. Ray Guy went to seven Pro Bowls. Leckler went to seven Pro Bowls. Uh Ray Guy was three times first team all pro. Leckler was four times first team all pro. So we're pretty much on par so and so far. Games, 
Uh, Ray Guy played in 207. Shane Leckler played in 206 because even though Guy had the extra year, they played less games back then. They only played the 14 games. So they're on par. All right. Similar in terms of total punts. Uh, Ray Guy had 1,049. Leckler had 1,014. So we're pretty much on par with one another until we get to some big ones. Okay. So the all time longest punt in Ray Guy's history as a Raider was 77 yards. Leckler's was 80. So Leckler has the all time longest kick in Raiders history, beating Ray Guy. Okay. All time total yards. Ray Guy has 44,000. Shane Leckler has 48,000. Again, this is just Raider numbers. That's not even counting Leckler's other stuff as a Texan. So Leckler has 4,000 more yards. Okay. And then now here we get to yards per punt, which is the big number everyone likes to focus on. Ray Guy's best year was in 1973's rookie year. His average yards per kick was 45.3. Leckler's was, and his best year was in 2009. It was 51.1. He had almost six points or six yards more on average. And then the last one, you look at career punts, Ray Guy had his average career kick was 42.4 yards. Shane Leckler, as a Raider, was 47.5. Shane Leckler was a better kicker and better punter than Ray Guy. And Ray Guy is the first one to go into the Hall of Fame. I'm telling you, Raider Nation, Shane Leckler may not be first ballot, but he'll be second or third year. This guy is going in the freaking Hall of Fame, and he better go in as a Raider. Mosh, what do you think? I think a lot. I think uh, I don't think much for your argument, <laughs> but I think a lot, uh, and I'll tell you why. Okay. So there are some things that are different now from when Leckler played versus when Guy played. Okay. When Guy was playing, he the 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 term hang time was everything. Uh, so yeah, the term hang time. Now fair. you want to look up your numbers? Let's look up hang time because that's what. That's where Ray Guy became Ray Guy. That's very he could, true. He, they they used calendars <laughs> to chart his hang time. Okay, the guy would kick the ball three days later. It's coming down. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, that's a I great point. I don't know what Leckler's hang time was. Also, you're talking about a different. You're talking about a completely different type of 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 game. Okay, when when. It would be like me trying to say that some quarterback who comes in who's who's not in the elite, the top ten, but he's decent and throws up the same kind of of numbers that somebody like Marino had, but in that time it was not the passer's game when Marino what if you know and you and I have had this conversation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What if Marino was playing today? Oh, he'd throw for six thousand yards. It, in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So take you have to That's take fair. those two things. Now, just on his merit, I say Hall of Fame all the way. But to say better than Ray Guy I'm not convinced. Okay. That's I think you know? that's I think that's fair. You make you make a strong argument, Mosh, and I'll even make one against myself because as I'm reading through these things, I tried to think outside the box and think of other things that would influence this. And there there is one other thing that Shane Leckler had going for him that Ray Guy never did. And Helium. <laughs> no, Sebastian Janikowski. Absolutely. So Sebastian Janikowski is attempting very long field goals 
where Ray Guy didn't have the luxury of, of someone that could kick a 55-yarder right. on the regular. Right. So he's going instead out there to punt on a shorter field. So Leckler is punting. You follow me, Raider Nation? Like, he's Leckler is his punts. He's not punting inside his opponent's 50 very often because Janikowski, if you can make it to the shield, Janikowski's going to kick it. So Leckler typically had more field to work with than what Guy did. So there's a there, and that's Guy, I think worth considering. Sure, and he had accuracy. I mean, you, terms again, hang time, coffin corner, coffin corner. Yeah. You know, those were those were those were things yeah. that came into play. Absolutely, absolutely, great stuff, Mosh. Great arguments there, and uh, you know, either way, I know we could definitely all agree that that Leckler is going to be a Hall of Famer, and uh, and and hopefully that uh, he goes in as an Oakland Raider. Hey everybody, this is Johnny Spencer from the punk rock band Stringer, and you're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Murph and Uncle Mosh. Go Raiders, baby! You know what time it is? Time to get to some fans, man. Let's man, get to the sea of I fans, like Mosh. We've been neglecting them. I know. We've had a long show. We had so much to get to. So what happens we take off, man? We got a lot to get to. So why don't we do this? Why don't I shut up? Uh, I don't have it on the rundown there, Mosh, but you do have two emails. You want to go ahead and read those? I only, I only see one over here. You uh, should Murph. have one from Haley and one from Paul. I, I got Paul's, but I don't have Haley's. All right, let why me go. Haley's might be on the printer, so let me give it over right, to you, and I'll go find this. it. All right, so you know what time it is. It's time for... Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body's thrown. It is. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, Let's go over the pond. Let's go over the pond. So uh, Haley from Scotland nice. writes in, just listening to the show while working Saturday morning overtime. No, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> nice did you do shotgun of Coors? <laughs> Actually, I really did. Uh, just listening to the show while working Saturday morning overtime. Nice to have Uncle Mosh back. Thank you, Haley. Thanks for helping me get through the shift with Raiders Chat. How many Sundays to go? I love oh, it. Oh, nice, I, nice. I don't know that, but I know I only have five more Mondays in the school year. Oh, there so. you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Haley. Keep the letters coming. All right. Uh, and our buddy, Paul Egerton from Shopshire, Mississippi, writes, A few things have happened since we last saw you. One of the biggest things that Shane Leckler has retired. Perfect timing. Wow, you good job, you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, we all want perfection from our players, which is a rarity, so consistency and reliability have to be the cornerstones of our aspirations. Shane Leckler was that man for 12 years, and alongside Seabass, we knew exactly what we were getting from him every time he stepped onto the field. So true. Kickers and punters are much maligned. They're not sexy, highlighted, real positions, and nobody really notices them until you have a 50-yard field goal with two seconds on the <laughs> clock, or you need your punter to drop the ball on the opposition's one-yard line inside the two-minute warning. So true. Recently, Paul goes on to say, I sent you my all-time Raider team made up of players that I've, I've seen in my time as part of Raider Nation, and Shane was one of the first players on my team sheet. Consistency and reliability, 
Look how hard it's been replacing him. We're currently stuck with Johnny No Hamstrings Townsend. <laughs> I rest my case. Okay, uh, I feel like shouting, come back, Shane, as Alan Ladd rides off into the sunset. There's one for you wow, kids. Wow, yeah. Yeah, come on, man. I love it. Uh, a clear case of you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Thank you, Shane, and see you at the draft. Elsewhere, we've continued to add quality and depth to the roster, especially at wide receiver, and we've also added two guys from the AAF. We didn't really touch on the AAF. We might need, no, to, we need to. I hate yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, the media are in a frenzy at the minute. Uh, at the minute, as they don't know what we're doing, as what we're doing, uh, we will trade up or down. Will they stay or will they go? Please draft a QB so we can fill some more airtime through the summer, oh and we're letting gosh. them get on with it. Oh. It's great. Uh, the draft is nearly here, and I'm hoping to join you guys in the chat room on that day. And because it'll only be 6 p.m. over here, so I'm looking forward to it, guys. Thanks forever. Uh, thanks as always forever. Your work and your passion. Love you, Raider Nation. Regards, Paul Egerton from Shropshire, Mississippi. Proud made man and one uh, one-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Sizzler. 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 Thank you, Paul. Sizzler, 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 sizzler. Appreciate the email, Paul, as always. And if you want to uh, join us here on the show by emailing us, you can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or if you want to call the show, you can call us at 909-345-3346. Leave us a message. And uh, if we play your message three times, you become a made man. And then that's what our shirt is in reference to, which is Get Made, which we're going to have these at the draft. We're going to have these Get Made shirts. And then uh, our website is up and running. Don't kill us with a bunch of orders because we're still waiting on some final deliveries uh but everything is active on there so uh be ready to 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 hook up the get made shirt and uh and then and match it up of course with uh, a new draft hat you can buy through our link and go to nflshop.com all right mosh you touched on the aaf i think is important i I want to tag that a little bit um I talked to our uh, becoming very good friend of the show, uh, William Parker, Councilman Parker from Birmingham. Uh, he was one of the ones, uh, one of the the players that was key in uh, securing the Birmingham Iron uh, to the city, and uh, was was uh, highly involved in in that and the just kind of the development and recruitment of the football team and whatnot. Um, so I reached out to him and I just kind of said, you know, I'm sorry to hear the news and, you know, uh, you know, and whatnot. And, and, uh, so he called, uh, yesterday. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. He, he ended up calling yesterday and we talked and he's going to be at our draft at our live, uh, stream for the draft. So we'll have councilman Parker. will be there. And, um, um, this is, this is what they call a teaser in the biz, Mosh. Okay. Let's hear it. He's got an announcement for us. And he's got an announcement that you guys are going to think is really cool. I think it's freaking awesome. I can't wait because we're going to get to be a part of it. Um, he's got an announcement, and he wants to do it. He wants to wait and do it live uh, at our live stream, make that announcement on Saturday of the draft on the 27th. So uh, uh, so when those of you that are joining us on the live stream, you'll get to hear uh, what that announcement nice. is. Yeah, yeah, nice. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. But, yeah, uh, pretty sad that the league kind of folded the way that it did. Man, I, I felt you, bad for those guys, man. Absolutely. They, they put out a good product, dude. It really did. We, when they when he put us – when he, he opened, uh, opened up the city of Birmingham to us, and we went down there and – I mean, they treated us like kings, and they had it. They had a. a, a unfortunately, they lost that day. Their first loss. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, but it was. I mean, it was. It was a. It was good football. It was good it football. Was good football, man. It was good football. It, it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, you know, Mosh, when we're talking about uh, you know startup leagues, I think uh, one Vincent K. McMahon is smiling yes, when that thing folded up, wasn't it? 
So I think that's going to be interesting to see what the XFL now does yep. Uh, yep. with the opened up uh, with the with the hole now with for in spring football with the departure of the AAF. All right, let's go to uh, let's get into the sea of fans, man. Let's hear some voicemails. First up, we're going to hear from our buddy Running Bear in Tulare, California. Wait, we're not going to hear from Capo? Running Bear from Tulare. No, I'm sorry, no, we don't have a call from Capo this week. I had a call from Capo last week, but we didn't do a show, and so Capo's in the chat there. Aaron, if I missed a call from you, I apologize, my friend. Uh, but I don't have a call from him this week. But you know what, though? I got. Uh, let me say this. Let me brag on Capo for a second. Capo is going to be in town on Thursday, and okay. for the draft—not this Thursday, but the Thursday of the draft—and he's going to hang with us for the entirety of the draft. No so kidding. we're gonna, yep. He's going to be a part of nice. everything. Raiders fan radio is going to be doing through the course of those three days. Capo right, will we'll be give with him us this week off. So we'll give him this week off because you're going to, as much as you're going to hear from us, you're going to hear from him uh, at the draft, which is going to be awesome. Aaron Perfect. is speaking of, of folks that become great friends of ours uh, on and off the show. So uh, look forward to, to catching up quite a bit with Aaron. So, all right, let's hear from our buddy running bear. California. Hey, Uncle Mosh. Hey, Murph. It's been a while since I called. Had some health issues. Um, Capo and cute all Capo and all the other made men and all the other people in Raider Nation in the wall, but let's get it going. You know, after I watched what we did in the free agency part, you know, I like it and I don't. It's good and bad. But what I want to say is whatever happened to them before they became a Raider doesn't matter. They're a Raider now and we're going to get behind them. Now, what it did is made me think about the draft coming up. And this is my first thought of what will happen in the first and second round. I really think what we're going to have happen with our fourth pick, we're going to trade with the Giants, getting their number six and number 17. So on number six, we'll pick Montez Sweat from Mississippi State, edge rusher. He just was a monster at the Senior Bowl. And then for the number 17 pick, we'll get DK Metcalf, Ole Miss wide receiver. I know we got a lot of wide receivers in our group right now, but we just can't pass up on someone like this. At 24, we'll pick up Josh Jacobs, Alabama running back, and he'll start setting our tone in the running back room. 27, we'll pick up Noah Fant, Iowa tight end. Looks like he could be a really good add-on for, for Derek Carr. And last at number 35, I think we'll pick up Zach Allen from Boston College, another defensive edge. With this, we'll set up our edge. We'll fill in the holes on, wide, and, and on our offense, tight end and running back exclusively. Metcalf's kind of like an extra little plus. And I think with what we got in the free agency the last few days, we've kind of tied up the linebacker core enough to be okay. And I think this will set up our pressure really well with these two young uh, rookie edge rushers. And then with throwing Metcalf out there with A.B., can you imagine A.B., Metcalf? I mean, that's just going to be awesome. Then you throw out tight end, uh, no offense, we're going to have one hell of an offense if this occurs. And... um, more importantly, I'm just glad to be able to talk to you guys again. I hope all Raider Nation is doing well. You have a great day. Go Raiders! <laughs> awesome. Great job, Running Bear. Great to hear from you, my man. Glad you're feeling better. And, uh, yeah, keep the calls coming. Always good to hear from you. So a couple things there. Number one, if we draft anybody named Allen that plays the edge, I'll be happy, whether that's Zach or Josh. Absolutely. I think Zach Allen is a great uh, choice there late. Uh, he talked about DK Metcalf. I think, um, you know, I don't know. I I'm a little, I don't want to say I'm sketchy on him as a player, but the guys that are the combine stars, I'm a little leery of at times. But I think it's interesting what the Raiders have done at wide receiver. Um, we've brought in a, a lot of guys now to, to play wide out. And, uh, and, and also still, we have a lot of guys on the roster. And here's an opportunity to self-promote, including... Rashard Davis, who is a slot receiver right, right, uh, right. at a James Madison University. Mosh, I was going to play that interview on today's episode, uh, 
that interview being the interview that I had with Richard Davis last week, but being that we're kind of running long already tonight, I'll save it and I'll release it separately as an RFR conversation. But we caught up with Richard Davis this last week. Super cool guy. Okay. Real young. He's like 23 years old. That was, and again, we're again, we're up against the time. So I I think that that's good. I I let out a little bit of a tease earlier. Oh, you did? Yeah. 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 Somebody was going, when's the next player going to be on there? So, that's okay. You'll let that out as a, a standalone yeah, interview, we'll as, which will be fine. Yeah, we'll do that as a standalone, and I'll do that probably tonight or tomorrow, so it'll be on the heels on your on your feed there. Just subscribe to us or, or, or uh, subscribe to us on the YouTube or the audio only, and uh, you'll get that in your feed. All right, let's go next up to uh, Seaport New Caller, Uncle Mosh, uh, Seaport Raider. Murph, Uncle Mosh, Seaport Raider here, man. I was, uh, just wanted to call in for my first time. First, I will say that you guys do a great show. I've been listening to y'all for like over like a year and a half now. My first time calling in. I know y'all probably like listen to us for over a year and a half, and it's your first time calling in. But <laughs> this show proves that we got the best fan base in the world. Because nice, every time you. I get That's like cool. a topic or a question or something that I want to call in and talk about or something like that, something good, I listen to the show when somebody else already said. So I'm like, dang, I got nothing. <laughs> but uh, I still just want to call in and excuse myself because uh, uh, you guys got that event going on in Nashville later on this month. And I don't, I don't want to just show up and not introduce myself first. But, uh, yeah, guys, do a great show. I enjoy listening to it every middle, middle of the week, every week. Keep, keep up the great work. Go Raiders. Awesome. Well, look forward to meeting you in person, Seaport Raider. Uh, the props, bro. Absolutely, man. That was very cool, man. That's 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 cool. You know, Mosh, the idea that we're part of, of folks' week and their, their, their daily, their commutes, their workouts, their yoga, their – I just – Man, yeah, I tell man. you, it's incredibly flattering, man. It's just, uh, it, y'all are too kind, and thank you very much, and look forward to meeting you in person. All right, uh, let's see. Next up, we're going to hear from our buddy, uh, a made man in uh, in Arkansas, and our listen to our buddy James. Hey, guys. This is James in Arkansas. I'm loving life right now <laughs> because I'm so tight, so excited, because defense will will be better because Chucky is new, um, solid people. And Carr had the best year last year, um, 4,000 yards. Um, he had no one to throw it to. Honestly, a fan of Carr, and I love um, Chucky, and everything is shaping up good. Um, it's I'm hearing and bullshit about um, really, really <laughs> negative things and shit like that on, on Facebook and YouTube and all that bull. I'm really excited to everyone else worry about your <laughs> And I think Chucky is looking next year. I don't know if next year will be championship or whatever, but next year, I think winning year nine or ten maybe 12 wins and it feels good to be excited and feels good to be sober and clean i'm loving life but later all right good job james good job on your uh on your sobriety we congratulate yep, you on that yep, first and, and foremost. good job on holding the record for beeps in one call <laughs> <laughs> absolutely you know it's funny so he brought up something interesting mosh he brought up 
kind of the, the 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 gripes and the negativity and the things that can that can uh, be on social media and look and I it doesn't matter what you do where you go um, you know what the regardless of the topic there's you know negativity everyone's got an opinion and people disagree and things turn into one thing but I think that I want to I want to soapbox it for a half a second okay we rally against big media a lot on our show. Yep. Uh, because of the, the the negativity that they they portray, okay. Well, all of those comments that we have are are were confirmed. At least those opinions and those ideas that we had were confirmed this week, not by a Raider, but by a pretty prominent quarterback in the league. And I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. And I'm gonna play you. I know you haven't heard this, Mosh, because you've been you've been busy. But I'm gonna play you. This is what. We talk about a lot when we when we talk about uh, different websites and stories they promote and reasons they do things and whatever. So I know I'm I'm playing a Packer quarterback's quotes here, but I want you to think about the way the Raiders are portrayed in the media when you hear what he has to say, and maybe this will kind of help you come to these the, a, a resolution of of what these folks are actually trying to do. You know the, the thing is about this article, it's it's you know it's not a mystery. This was a smear attack by. You know, a writer looking to advance his career, talking with mostly irrelevant, bitter players who all have an agenda, whether they're advancing their own careers or just trying to stir old stuff up. The crazy thing is there's super slanted opinions in that piece stated as fact. And then there's quote-unquote facts, which are just outright lies. If I really dislike Mike that much, why would I resign? This idea that I had this like grudge against him for years is absolutely ridiculous. It's just not true. I mean, where was that grudge in 10 when we won the Super Bowl? Where was that grudge when we won 19 games in a row? Because I will tell you this about Mike, and if you look at the comments I've made about him over the years, I love Mike McCarthy. Mike has been a huge part of my success and my career. And I've had some amazing moments on and off the field with Mike. We have had issues, no doubt about it. Any long relationship has issues. But the way that we dealt with those issues, Mike and I, was face-to-face. Wow. How about that? Tell me what you think, Masha, in, 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 in terms of how that, when the Raiders are portrayed and the, the, the way that the Raiders' relationships in the building are portrayed, how does comments like that, make you feel about that kind of stuff or well, think I mean, about that stuff. It, it, it goes without saying, you know, um, gosh, and I, I hate to keep equating everything to what I, I just finished up, but I was telling my kids the other day, uh, you know, they were a team, they were an ensemble. They were 49 people that just went through an 11 week rehearsal process where they were, they were actually spending more time together than they were with their families. If you take out sleep, you know, I'd have these kids for, for rehearsals five hours after school, and they'd go home, they'd do their homework, they'd say hi to their mom, they'd eat some dinner. And so the actual contact was with me and the other people around them. They don't all like each other, but they all work together. You know, some of them became great friends. Some of them had tiffs. But it, it, when you look at football players who do what I do to the 10th degree – when they're spending, oh my gosh, mini camp, spring training, they're spending hours and hours on the field busting each other's heads and then going into the rooms and studying at night, there's gonna be there's gonna be issues, you know, but you got a job to do. You're gonna work together. 
You know, and you and you just like he said, you air it out face to face. You know, uh, your son says, if you got to go thirty, you go thirty. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, 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 gotta, you, yeah. You, you punch each other, then you go back to study in the playbook. You move on. You're, you know, you get over it, and that's what that's what the true pros do. It's the non-pros that write about the true pros yes. that screw it all yes. up for the rest of Absolutely. us that just want to hear about it. We we want scandal, you know. Absolutely. Uh, who was it? Huey Lewis in the news that did that song. Uh, 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 Put the put the widow on. Is the head dead yet? You know. <laughs> I don't know. You remember that? Uh, there was. I I can't remember what it was. Okay. We can't play it because of YouTube. But, yeah. But yeah, it's like people people want dirty laundry. Right. Right. You know. Right. It's come on. Oh, well, dirty laundry. That's Don Henley. Don Henley. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There yeah. yeah. Go. I don't check about. All right. But yeah. But I think it's you know. So going all the way back full circle to the idea of the stuff that gets thrown out there on Facebook. A lot of that times it's fueled by articles, and you just heard it from Aaron Rodgers. You heard yes. it from a walking Hall of Famer. Absolutely. flat-out lies and myths, mistruths in these things. And look, Aaron Rodgers is on a radio show talking to the world, telling you the truth. Like, I, I choose to believe him before I believe a blogger, before I believe Bleacher Report or Mike Silver or whoever else. You know what I mean? So think about the guys in terms of Raider Nation that, that float this stuff. It's always a consistent, you know, peanut gallery. It's Tim Kawakami. It's, it's, it's Mike Florio. It's Silver. It's all these guys, you know, and it, they're the ones that are responsible for all of these nonsense stories. So from now on, and look, like we did with the thing with Derek Carr last week, where it was like, all right, we're not talking about Carr getting traded anymore. This thing's over. This is the last day Murph rails against these guys. Because I feel like I'm a broken record. I don't want to bore you by saying the same thing every week. But look, I'm just going to tell you this, Raider Nation. I love the interaction that we have with you all, but don't send me Mike Silver stories. Don't don't tweet me Mike Florio. Don't tweet me pro football talk. I don't care. I don't read it. I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to move on to something else yeah. because these guys are absolute morons and they're all working off of an agenda. All right, let's go to another uh, another call and uh, hear from our buddy Hardcore Raider in Colorado. What's up, Mosh? Uh, Murr, uh, Q-Dog, Raider Nation, everybody, what's going on? Good to have Uncle Mosh back. You know, much love to everybody. Especially uh, Q Dog the Capo. I'm gonna call him Q the Cap Dog. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> that sounds too cool. But uh, yeah, Q. Uh, you know, I think the the hit list has been fading a little bit. So you know, I got I got some uh, breaking news. I want to send your way, brother. All right, breaking news just in. Looks like the Raiders are finally gonna make everybody's wishes come true, and we're gonna getting rid of Derek Carr. We're gonna trade Derek Carr. For Johnny Manziel to the AAF, <laughs> to the Memphis team, we got to give up all three round, uh, three first round draft picks, and you know what? Believe it, baby, forty Chucky heads. That's right, forty <laughs> Chucky heads. People are talking. All right, number two on the hit list. All right, this one is dedicated three years to the Raiders' move and the lawsuit and the stadium delays. His god sister is Mayor Libby Schaff, and he's known her for thirty-two years. Mayor Libby Schaff is his uh, number one of three supporters for his blog site. He he uh, has dedicated uh, this amount of time to the Raiders and putting out hate, and he concocted a, a plan with Mayor Libby Schaff in 2015 to try to catch Mark Davis red-handed that Mark Davis was working behind the city of Oakland's back. However, if you go to that video, the evidence proves otherwise. Also, this candidate was an urban planner and computer programmer. I repeat, urban planner and computer programmer, okay? 
Urban planning is someone who might get paid to do a development plan. Like say if, you know, the Oakland stadium was torn down and they needed someone uh, of what they might build on the land or Mikey's what they might rubbing his hands all these conspiracy theories <laughs> right now. This person is a blog, blogger, but reports like a journalist. This cat journal, more bourbon uh, journalist than me. has credentials and are held accountable for what they report. And they are responsible for what they report. A blogger responds to journalist reports, but bloggers have no accountability. However, this blogger is reporting like a journalist or reporting fake news as if he is a journalist, but he's only a blogger. There it is. He's been getting paid for fake news and prop- propaganda to demoralize our Raiders. This blogger has been hating on the Raiders for a long time and then goes to the owner's meeting and acts like John Gruden doesn't know the hate he's been putting out. Heard a Cowboys fan, or even worse, the <laughs> face that they put on the donkey helmet, Shannon Sharp himself, donkey lover. Google Voice has claimed. Oh. <laughs> Mosh, you got to keep them under three you minutes. Keep them under three minutes. Gotta, As, and I love the rant. I love the you rant. Know, I, I, the only thing he missed out was throwing some numbers in there for you. Yeah. Well... <laughs> But good news, he called back. <laughs> North was hardcore raider, calling from Donkey Donkeyville. Uh, just wanted to finish that up. At least with at least with these guys, we know where their loyalty is and what to expect. He this almost got blogger, he almost got Google voiced again. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like skip a, a little bit. Has a, a YouTube channel named Cowboy Nation, and I just I lost it. I'm like Cowboy Nation? Are you kidding me? We've it's just gotten to the point where it's out of hand. I turned on uh, uh, my Xbox. And I see Madden 19. I see Steeler Nation on one of the banners on the damn video game. Really? You don't see the Raiders yeah, going true. around saying, we're uh, America's team. You don't see the Seahawks going around calling them Seahawk Nation. You know, you don't see the Cowboys saying we're the 12th man. None of that makes sense. It's all stupid. It's Raider Nation. Anybody else saying that, I don't, I don't know. It's fraud. That's exactly what it is. People trying to steal our slogans. Uh, someone said something about the jerseys. I would love to see a gray jersey with black lettering for like a color rush Thursday night game. So what do you guys think of that? All right. Appreciate the phone calls there. Hardcore Raider. Um, so I want to touch on something uh, that he, that he said there, Mosh about, uh, uh, about the teams uh, look, and it's not just other football teams. There's a lot of sports teams that have tried to adopt the nation. Look, right, right, there's right. There's a reason this draft hat has a, uh, an American flag behind it. The reason we got the stars and stripes is because it's Raider nation. There's it's synonymous. And look, you, you know, um, that's, that's who we are. Our last year's draft hats. It even spelled it out. It even said Raider nation on it. Um, so the other, the idea that other teams uh, are trying to steal it, you know, it's, I can't stand it either. I'm with you, but it's something that we got to deal with, but I'm going to throw you, I'm going to do you one. I'm going to say one better, but another example, Mosh, check this out. I was watching NFL films, um, their NFL presents weekly show. Um, this is like a month or so ago. Uh, I was catching up on some old ones. They did a feature on this couple that are, that live in Cincinnati and go to all the Bengal games. And you know what they bring with them to the Bengal games? Raider ba- gear. Bengal Chucky. Bengal Chucky. It's a Chucky what doll. What is that? It's a Chucky doll, but it's all in Bengals gear. And they take, they travel with him to not only to the, to the games in Cincinnati, but they travel what? abroad and go see the Bengals on the road and take pictures with Bengal Chucky. I, I, well, hold on. Let me get to your camera. Yeah. That look right there on your face. Like, I know. Like, I'm like, that's that's the dumbest thing that's I've the ever dumbest heard in my thing life. like chucky is 
our guy. That's our coach. Like, there's not, like, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's just so stupid. I'm like, really? You can't find your own thing? Or like when you see like, you know, the, the Packer Stormtrooper. You know what I mean? Or you see like, or the, the Darth Vader that's, that's dressed up in like and painted Broncos colors or something. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, that's our Look, stuff. There, there, you know what I mean? There are some out there. The Cheeseheads. Sure, you know, and that's they, fine. That's, that's, you don't that's see us running are. around with silver and black cheese heads. No, and, and that guy, that uh, God rest his soul, I know he passed a few years ago, but the guy at the Broncos games the, the barrel in the guy. 70s with the barrel. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, you don't see on. a Raiders got, barrel guy. You got your own stuff. Get your own stuff. You know? Yeah. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> you know? I was just going to say, <laughs> what's, one of my favorite things you say is what? Don't touch my stuff. Touch my stuff, I kill you. <laughs> Don't touch my stuff. It's my stuff. It's not our stuff. It's not your stuff. It's my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. And Sorry. Raider Nation. It applies to our stuff. Don't touch our stuff. <laughs> Pisses me off. Oh, so Look where they live. I Bengal Chucky. Isn't that the dumbest thing? You know, can I just say this? Please. I want to back up just a hot second. Hey, we're already over. We'll just shoot it. We're going to be off next week. Okay, I, I got to go to Hardcore Raiders defense. Okay. Just for a hot second. Okay. Just for a hot second. Okay. He went on and on and on, and he got Googled, and he almost got Googled <laughs> a second time. Look, he lives in donkey land. Yeah. We're the only people he has. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this poor guy. Yeah. Because you and I both lived in Donkey yeah. Land. We know how stupid and how oh. rabid those fans are. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. We Call us you. back. Call right? us back, Hardcore Raider. Hardcore, come on. Yeah, yeah. Good good job calling us. And great great topic of conversation for sure. All right, so we're gonna uh, next up, we're going to hear from our buddy Raider Ramon. This is another first-time caller, and I know this is a buddy of Q-Dog's, and Q-Dog's been giving him a hard time for a long time saying, dude, you're one of the biggest Raider fans I know. You've never called the show. What's the matter with you? <laughs> He's been telling this for months, and finally, Raider Ramon called in. Hey, how you doing, Raider Nation? I'm new on this. I just wanted to drop in and say hi. What's up, Murph? Thanks for giving me the number. Uncle Mosh, I think I met you at Hooters with, Hooters with Q-Dog. I didn't want to say what's up. Touch up real quick. I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up, know everything Oakland. Been Oakland my whole life. Met Jim Plunkett. Was a little kid out there in the Bay running around. Good to be with you guys on Wednesdays and every now and then Tuesday when it happened. See you guys' take on everything going on. Uh, touch bases on a few things so you guys know where I'm at. When you guys talk, see me talking, I didn't really like the Khalil Mack thing. That was my hero. He was my dude. I loved the monster. I understand why he had to go. I don't know why y'all mad at Seth Roberts anyway, because when we needed somebody to pull off some W's when we weren't that great, Sethy boy was there. But I feel you guys, he was not an A-lister as a receiver. Other than that, I just want to call in, say what's good, so you guys know what I'm talking. You guys got a voice to go with the name. Y'all have a good day, night, year. Let's hopefully have a good season. One Nation, Raider Nation, Ramon out. All right, great job, nice, Raider Ramon. Nice. Appreciate that phone call. So, Mosh, all right, you know we don't get into hard hitting analysis very often around here, but I'm gonna right. I'm gonna drop something on you, and Hit this me. this is this is important. Okay, I think that you know, and I I I said last week we weren't gonna talk about Derek Carr getting traded, and I'm not talking about Derek Carr getting traded, but I'm gonna say something very I think important in in terms of his career, and especially as we look back on his career, we reflect back on his place uh, in Raiders history. Um, with the departure of Seth Roberts, there is a lot of pressure now on Derek Carr 
because he now has the prettiest eyes on the football team. And I think that, you know, it's it's really up to Derek to represent. He's got the eyeliner working. He's got the, you know, the 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 what do you call it? when you when you bat the lashes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Whole, like batty lash Because Seth was holding it down, but now with him gone, like there's it's clearly Derek's the man, right? Okay, I, I'm saying this. I say and I want you to know, Raider Nation. <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs> Derek Carr goes goth. <laughs> Derek Carr is going to start sprouting the black eyeliner. The black the, the, eyeliner. Oh, like the thicker. Yes. Because he's got the natural he's look got already. the natural look. You throw a little bit of black under here. If you're me, you throw it up here. <laughs> but... <laughs> that's on our that's on our website. That's too, on yeah. our YouTube, yeah. But but Derek Carr, Derek Carr could lock this up. Derek Carr could go HOF if he goes Yeah. Gone. He he could absolutely. Good call, Mike. Good call. I uh I know that Sonny is excited about this cuz Sonny was all about Derek Carr being a Sonny, a handsome man. We'll just say. Well, and Sonny was goth. So <laughs> <laughs> Sonny sported some eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. 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 Back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Uh, all, all right. right. Here we go. Where all are we right. going next? Alex in Tucson. Come on, Alex. Uncle Mosh, Murph. This is Alex Sandoval from Tucson, Arizona. Man, it's been it's been a long week. I've been trying to figure out what to what to call in about. I usually call after the after the episode of, of the week before, but um I just I didn't know what to talk about. But I, I finally think I have something to talk about. And um, that would be the running back situation for the Raiders. I don't think that the running back that we're going to take to Vegas is on the roster right now. Um, could we pick up somebody in the draft? It's likely. I mean, no, not like, not likely. It's possible. Um, I'm not sure if we will, though, because I think there's other more important positions that we need to draft for. Um, I think what we do is maybe next draft, 2020 draft, is when we get, uh, you know, uh, a stout running back that we take to Vegas that's going to be our big premier every down back. Um, I think that this year that there's too many other important positions that we need to fill, and maybe we just kind of do with, with Marshall Lynch if he does come back, or uh, Doug Martin. I mean, that's not a bad duo. It's not like, you know, it's not like next level good, but it's, it's not a bad deal, and it will do for this year because, um, you know, because it's just what we have to do. It's not the most important position that we need right now, um, but maybe. Um, but in the end, going into Vegas, I would like a premier doubt every down back. What do you guys think? All right, great job. So I love the idea uh, the Raiders signed Isaiah Crowell, who's young. He's 26 years old and, and by all accounts, a pretty good running back in the league. And uh, I, I like that signing. I, I think that uh, I love Josh Jacobs out of Alabama, right, Mosh. Right. He's a great player. Uh, I don't know if the Raiders are going to have a, a big enough need for him uh, to, to draft him as high as, as he'll go. But what I think was interesting, the most interesting thing to me uh, about Crowell is that I think that leaves Doug Martin definitely out and maybe even Marshawn. Like we've all kind of been rooting. And I thought it was a slam dunk Mm. that Marshawn was going to get his swan song to Oakland, but I don't know, man, that running backs room is getting a little crowded now. So I don't know. know. You never know, man. So, but great question. Great question, Alex. And I think we'll know two weeks from now, we'll know for sure, uh, depending on what the Raiders do in in the draft. All right, next up, Uncle Mosh. We are going to go to, uh, the three three zero, which is Ohio, and this is going to be a newly crowned made man. And we're talking about our buddy Dave. What's up, Moss Murph Raider Nation? 
It's Dave from the 330 Ohio here again. I was listening to the fan club blitz there. Good stuff. Um, you know, they got me excited. They're talking about, you know, they're building a team to win now. They're not building a team to win in Vegas. Talking playoffs, possibly. I might be getting my hopes up for some heartbreak. But you know what? It's like that hot girl you see. It's like, you go talk to her. Maybe she'll give you the time of the day. Maybe she won't. You know, you might end up closing time. You're leaving with like a four or a two. But you might leave with a 9 or a 10 if you go talk to her. End of the season, we might be in the playoffs. We might be a dumpster fire. I don't think we will the second one, but, you know, you don't ask them. You'll be stuck with uh, Carson Palmer's sister, Rosie, and sitting at home by yourself like all these freaking, uh, what do I want to call them here? Let's call them master clickbaiters. But anyway, I got a little bit of uh, trivia for you. I'm going to see if you can name the former Raiders player who is married to a Raider at and has a late afternoon, early evening radio talk show. Uh, I don't want to give you too many hints. Uh, Los Angeles Raiders, I'll give you that. All right, go Raiders. Wow. That Well, first off, congratulations, Dave, on becoming a made man. And uh, let me hit your music, and I will, uh, I'm going to Google this because, no, I have no idea who it is. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, congratulations to Dave in the 330. As Ron, the Materator, said, we now have two made men in the 330, Uncle Mosh. And, uh, you know, he asked the trivia question there, who's the former Raiders player that uh, that has a morning show and married a Raiderette? I don't know who it is. I just tried to look it up, and I couldn't find it. So do you know who it is? Uh, no, I don't. I used to know who married a Raiderette, but I... Man... I don't know. I feel like Elway did or something like somebody weird like that. Like there was some weird thing, but I don't know, but I, I really don't know. You got us, man. That's a great, that's a great trivia, trivia question. So yeah. uh, call us back and let us know what the answer is. And, uh, you know, heck I would say we might elevate your made man status, but you're already a made man. So you, you, you stumped us and you achieved made man status all in one fell swoop. So hey, so congratulations. W- now that we got two guys from Ohio, what do they think about Cincinnati Chucky? Yeah, great call. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, Ron. Yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us what's going on down there with with uh, with yeah, Bengal Chucky. Uh, well, that's what it is. Bengal Chucky. Bengal Chucky. Bengal Chucky. Yeah. I have Bengal Chucky. <laughs> hey, hand me the Bengal Chucky. <laughs> Put some cheese on that Bengal Chucky. Sorry. Or chili on their pasta. That's another thing they do in Cincinnati. Look, man. Okay. You don't put chili on pasta. It's and it's got a little. It's got a hint of cinnamon. 
on on top of it. And you what can you even think get- about that. Now we're we're not opposed to different kinds of food. We grew up with the, your 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 mom, the, my yeah, grandma Jenny, yeah. the most amazing Italian cook in yeah, the yeah, planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but and she used to put all but beans and pasta and pasta yeah, yeah, and yeah, all, yeah, that. all that. That was fine. But, would, but we're not opposed to trying new things, but the chili and pasta thing? The chili on pasta with a hint of cinnamon over a hot dog. <sighs> I, I don't, I've had all that in my stomach at once before. <laughs> but never intentionally at never, the same time. Uh, just Actually, I did try it. Did you, did you yeah, like I it? Was in, I was in Cincinnati for, uh, for nine months one weekend. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually did. I, it's Skyline. Is Skyline, the name of it. yeah, Skyline yeah, yeah. Chili. Did you like it? It wasn't bad. To tell you the truth, it really on wasn't. On the pasta? Uh, it wasn't. It, I mean, hey, it is what it yeah. is. It's Midwestern pasta. Anybody can boil pasta. But the chili wasn't all that bad. And, you know, I, I, I love what Ron says. Ohio don't claim Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, nice. Because oh, uh, if I'm not, if I'm, I might be mistaken, Ron will correct me, but I think they look at it as uh, Kentucky, Kentucky North. North. There we yep. go. Right on. Right on. Good call. All right. We got two more Uncle Mosh. First up, or first of the last two anyways, is our buddy Houston Raider Steve. Hey, Murphy Mosh. This is Houston Raider Steve. Man, I'm so pumped up with all these draft picks that we got. Uh, Crowell, uh, Marshall, and... Uh, of course, the uh, the other uh, Burfick and all these guys. What's wrong with the Raiders being a little bit nasty and everything on defense? You know, it's about time those other teams kind of feared us and everything, like they did when uh, Tatum was uh, playing and everything. Hey, man, I've been so pumped up about this. You know, of course, the left tackle that we got from the Patriots and, of course, uh, Antonio Brown. Man, just hearing him talking everything, man, he's all pumped up. He says, I, I dare you defensive backs to try to cover me. Try to cover me with towel or anything you want. I'm going to just be out here practicing. He's on the practice field with uh, Romo, Romanowski, on the football field and everything out there, you know, doing the, going through the paces and everything. And also with uh, Derek Carr, man, their best friends, man. I'm so, I'm just so pumped out, man. We haven't had this uh, for a very long time, you know. And uh, don't get me wrong, I liked Reggie and everything, but, you know, he got us out of the salary cap hell that uh, Al put us through for those three years after Al passed away. But you can't blame Al. He just wanted to win in the very end of his uh, life and everything. So, uh, anyway, things are looking bright. I'm pumped up. Where are my Raiders stuff? Going to talk to Chuck McCann from the Spoilerhead and Fit Show. So pumped up about that. Your show is awesome. Mikey's show, Raider Nation podcast, Philistine podcast. It's just awesome, man. I'm, I'm just so pumped up, man. I just want to put on some shoulder pads and hit somebody. <laughs> we got the swagger back, as we say. Go Raiders. Raiders. All right, Houston Raider Steve, he's great, man. Yeah, he joined those guys on the fan club blitz, man. It was nice, fun. Nice. It was fun. Yeah, good, good, uh, good time hearing those guys. Of course, they're on the Murph's fan cave feed. You can find the the fan club blitz, and uh, man, that show's great, man. Those guys, yeah, they're so fun. They really are, and and I've always liked that show, and always been right, proud to have right. it on our network. But you can, you know, just like with anything, the more you do it, the more practice you get, the better sure, you get at they're it. They're polished, and man. they really, they really are. Their their polish is starting to uh, to show, and and their their timing and their chemistry, and and it's fun it's yeah. a it's a fun fun show to listen to and uh so all the luck to those guys to continued good luck and uh and uh, they've got a couple other ventures they're working on too where they're going to expand out and do more and keep 
their fan club blitz show a little more fan club blitzy. Right. And they're going to do another show called Inebri Nation, where they're going to do their beer and music stuff. Oh, uh, no way. Yeah, and it's going to be great. So Inebri Nation, that's going to be with the Crow's Nest guys, with the Pillaging Podcast guys. And then they'll still, the fan club blitz will still be home here on, uh, on Murph's Fan Cave. Oh, but it's, man. it's a perfect fit, I think, for both of those shows and those guys. And so are we um, going to carry them? As well, the other show, the Inebri Nation? No, they'll be on the other network. They'll be on oh. Crow's Nest. We'll, I mean, we'll endorse them and support them because we're we all friends. Link, we could link to them. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Cool, cool, but, cool. but yeah, but Fan Club Blitz will stay here. But it will be cool because Fan Club Blitz will then stay more. You know, podcasting is always best when it's streamlined. You sure, know? And so, sure. And I'm not hating on anybody that, that gets off into the other topics. but Because we do it. Because we, we <laughs> veer, too. And, and you've got to veer. But for the most part, you want to keep it as, as, as streamlined as you can. And so uh, they're going to keep that will keep their content a little more raidery fan clubby the stuff that's cool, on our network cool. and then their their uh their home brewing and music stuff will then be on their other show so and they got be, some great music stuff and it's fantastic That's unbelievable i stuff. called this week with a punk rock question because i had a, i had a question about the origins of punk rock about whether it was singular to like a if they looked at it like a band or if it was like a movement of bands and their answers were phenomenal because i mean not only are those guys you know, consumers of that stuff. But Chuck was a musician for many, many years, man. Um, so, and I know even even you, Mosh, you were a big Tubes fan back in the day. You were all about punk oh, rock. Oh, Faye Wable and the Tubes, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I loved them. White Punks on Dope was my favorite <laughs> song. <laughs> and that, uh, What Do You Want From Life was my other one. Oh, nice, Yeah, nice. I loved how it ended. Uh, a Monzo, a Monzo, a Maverick, a Mastodon, a Merc Monclair, a Winnebago, a Hello, Heard of Winnebago's Word, giving them away. You know, I mean, it was... <laughs> <laughs> ah, it was great. It was great. I uh, loved it. Cool. Loved it. That's cool. Right on. All right. Well, Mosh, we got one call left. We got no other segments tonight. This will be it. We ran way long tonight. We want to uh, want to thank everybody for uh, for tuning in tonight. Everybody in the chat, Watts Raider, Jesse Rosales, Irish Raider, uh, Q Dog Raider, Ron the Mater Raider, of course, Dakota Raider. You guys are. I mean, you're marathoning in there, hanging out with us for uh, going on two and a half hours. We appreciate you incredibly. Um, uh, we appreciate everybody that's going to join us at the draft. Look forward to having so much cool content come to you that week uh that thursday mosh we will be at the draft we will yep. be in the crowd in the mix you me aaron the q dog raider and whoever else from raider nation wants to tag along we're going to be right in the middle of it all friday we're going to do the nfl draft experience i'm going to take the boys up for that of course mosh if you want to come with us please do absolutely uh, uh q dog will be with us for that also we're going to go do the draft experience and then saturday will be uh, kind of our main event that will be our live stream which will be on saturday over lunch at the bavarian beer house and then we uh and 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 our our family your 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 grandnephews will be there yep. uh we'll we'll do all that and then we're going to head back up to downtown because the official Raider Nation events go on that night that we all got invited to. So it's just going to be a whirlwind over three days. We're going to live stream. We're going to send pictures. We're going to do all kinds of stuff all over our social media. So follow us anywhere you can follow us. No fan left behind. We're going to keep that stuff coming. And uh, so that's all I got. So I'm going to play this last one here. I'm going to let Uncle Mosh close it out uh, along with our last phone call. And guess what, Raider Nation? Patrick Mahomes called Raiders Fan Radio. Yeah, that Patrick Mahomes. Hello, Murph and Mosh. It is I, Patrick Mahomes. Today is a glorious Monday, April the 1st, and I just wanted to send a message to Raider Nation telling them that I am coming for them, and next year, next season, will be even better than the last, because we have the best offense and defense in the AFC West. We have players such as Travis Kelsey. Yes, we have Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Tyreek Hill will be busy 
getting parenting lessons from Adrian Peterson. Maybe not. You know what? I, Patrick Mahomes, will play both offense and defense next year because I am that good. If Tom Brady is the goat, you can call me the frog. I am the resident of greatness. Now, if you excuse me, I think I hear Miss Piggy, Mickey Bake, I mean Andy Reid, cooking bacon. So I must go now. I know this. I will call again. Enjoy what little bit of hope you have, writers. Go Chiefs. What? <laughs> oh my gosh, there's like three lines in there. Tyreek Hill taking parenting lessons from Adrian Peterson is not hilarious, the topic, obviously, but... That is oh, that is so funny. Geez. The Andy Reid rip is is great, uh, but the best though was if Tom Brady's the goat, I am the frog. The frog. <laughs> well, that was too funny, too funny, and uh, you know I'm gonna give him this one. Sizzler. 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 Oh, my goodness. Hey, so it was really good to hear from Running Bear. Glad that he's feeling better, man. Called with some great, great picks and talked about the Giants. Uh, Seaport Raider, first caller, first time caller. He gave us some props. That was wonderful. James in Arkansas talking about how the defense is getting them hyped and, uh, and, and broke a new record, getting beeped five times. Now, that is not a challenge, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's extra work for Murph. Don't do that, please. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, of course, Hardcore Raider calling out Q a little bit about the hit list and uh, keeping, the, keeping the capo real. And, uh, and, and poor guy stuck there in donkey land. God oh, bless him. Oh, man. Uh, and Raider Ramon, it's about time you called, buddy. Thanks to hear from you. And uh, uh, Alex in Tucson, I love what he said when he talked about drafts in the future. Oh. You know, people forget Gruden was a 10-year plan. Yeah, you know? so, good point. Uh, 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 Dave getting made and, and uh, uh, Houston Steve, um, you know, pumped about AB. I mean, it was a good night. It was a good night for our callers, man. Absolutely. And uh, we look forward to doing it. And uh, next time we're together, it will be on the air. It will be uh, at the draft. The draft. That's exciting. Two, just over two weeks. That's yeah. Two weeks yeah. tomorrow, right? Two, two weeks tomorrow. Oh man, can't get That's here soon crazy. enough. I better get a sub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know uh, our Raiders? They are. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead. To errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. All right, so take us home, Uncle Mosh. Raider Nation, we are out of here, and for Murph and. Jeff, the brand Jeff, new, man, the yeah. brand new uh, Raider fan. Uh, we'd like to say thanks for listening tonight. And uh, this is your old Uncle Mosh. You've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Never forget what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. If Tom Brady is the goat. You can call me the frog. I am the <laughs> resident of greatness. Now, if you excuse me.
Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.